All right. Hello. Welcome. Race Brain Podcast. This is we're we're a follow-up podcast today. We got the squad from Omnia here. Jacob Schmidt, John Colborn, Cooper Weiss, members of the ninth fittest team on Earth. The world, Earth. Not the world. 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 Both on Earth. It's, yeah, both. So we're here to we're here to talk about the individual competition, but just wanted to touch with that. How are you guys feeling about ninth? Mm. Yeah, I mean, we're not super pumped about ninth just in general, um, but we are very uh, proud of how we fought back from a difficult position. We went into day three in like, I don't know, 18th, 19th place or something like that, and then proceeded to ramble off, you know, a bunch of top 10 finishes and top five, top six finishes and kind of propelled ourselves all up to ninth. So that was cool, um, but definitely had higher higher hopes than ninth, so. Yeah, it was like interesting because going into the weekend, I'm pretty like pretty sure everyone on the team had high expectations, like where our finish was gonna be. And when it's broken into like heats of ten, we didn't make the final heat of top ten into the last event. And like mm-hmm. all weekend, we knew we deserved to be with these teams. We were, you know, in, in our personal opinions, better than most of those teams, but we didn't get a chance to showcase how good we were in front of those teams, like on like a you know a microscope until the last event and when we took fifth in that event overall like really showed like we deserve to be in that top five or on that podium chasing for that but you know the weekend just wasn't going the way we wanted the first two days and most people easily could have just been like you know this isn't our weekend let's just chalk it up let's just go home you know we had fun throughout the season and call it there but we were like no we deserve to be in the top 10 and then we just proved it the next two days and just showed people that Omnia was a top 10 team and that um, that we don't deserve to be down 18th and 19th. So it felt weird being there in those positions. Like the first workout we did in the Coliseum with the Echo Bike, Row Echo Bike, I was like, this sucks. Like I don't want to be in those bottom two heats. Like we should not be here. And it kind of just like was annoying. And so like, for me, that was my motivation for us to like keep working to get back to that final heat. And when we did, it was like really reassuring that like we are as good as we are because I I mean speaking for myself, I can speak for the other three, but when we were in those that eighteenth and stuff like that, I was like, Are we just like that bad? Like are we just not as good as we thought we are? But then as we like worked our way up and we got there for the last week, I was like, We are as good as we thought we were and Hmm. things just didn't go away but you know that happens in sports and it sucks that with our sport that you only get a showcase one weekend versus eight months of work so like, you know for the nfl season you get 16 weeks basically to show how good you can get or here it's like you have three days and if you screw up one event or one interval then like your weekend kind of goes away do you know what was actually awesome though was that that second day you guys got so much camera time Oh it was, yeah, that was, it was amazing. And then, like, you moved your way into the final heat on the last day. Or last year, there was ba- where you finished seventh, and we're basically top ten the entire weekend, right? Last year, yeah, no camera time, zero. So you guys did it right on that end. You got your FaceTime out there, moved from that second heat into that first heat. So, um, and John, what do you think? Is it, it like is it fair to say that if you just run that back the second weekend, like that, that those teams from even I guess like four to say 13, like 
Do you think those would be in any type of similar order if you just kind of ran the weekend back or just changed the test a little bit? Because it seems like there was a lot of movement that could be that could happen within those sp- those spaces. Like the top three teams are good teams and teams that we expected to be really solid. And not that that the podium was out of contention for you guys in any, in any way, but it looked like that there could be a lot of movement through those like four through 12 or 13. Yeah. I mean, I think if we were, you know, there's a couple of things you look back and in hindsight, we should have done differently or we should have approached differently, things like that, or just, you know, um, I don't want to say mistakes, but things that could have been improved if we were to run it again, or if we got a chance to test to work out, we're going to do things slightly differently. I think in that situation, we probably come up fifth or sixth. Hmm. Um, but you know, with the way the workouts were, um, if you look at the last two days, um, I think it put us, I think it was fifth. If you didn't have the workouts from the first two days, right. Hmm. Um, and the general split of the programming was with the exception of workout one, the first two days were not really cross like traditional CrossFit workouts. The last two days were mostly CrossFit style workouts. So you'd expect to see. Um, so I think, you know, looking at it from that perspective, um, the team was obviously very well equipped for CrossFit workouts, not as well equipped for non-traditional CrossFit workouts. And not to say that they haven't worked at, at those kind of things, but you know, um, it would have been, it would have been different had the programming been different. It would have been a slight improvement if we'd have test being able to test out a workout and know what we we're going to do going into it. But then that's the same for other teams as well. Mm-hmm. So you never know how that plays out. But yeah, I mean, there was definitely a few things in there where with hindsight, it's like, yeah, we shouldn't have done that. We should have done this differently. Um, but you know, that's the nature of competition and to have a perfect week of events is very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. The last, last part about the team was we can go on the team thing. We can do event by event on teams. We're here to talk about individuals and we're going to talk about Jacob's triumphant victory and Cooper's terrible loss. The earthworm, that thing looked like in, it was like toppling people over. It just looked insane. How much different it, it did it really make that much difference between a regular worm and the earthworm with it? Like, I guess what is not, it's not the, <clears throat> The regular worm has sandbags that kind of connect, right? That's like more, yeah. the weight is a little bit more evenly distributed where this is, they're separated by an actual rope. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a, yeah. So like how much harder is that thing? Yeah. But a lot of people asked me about that when I got home and like the way I broke it down was like, when you do like a bar muscle up versus a ring muscle, a ring muscle up, the bar muscle up's like easier because it's a fixed object. Like mm. a regular worm is like kind of a set thing, like four sections, but it's all, one entity we're like on a ring muscle up that's a moving thing that like the rings can go side to side forward to back it's like you have to control a ring muscle up a lot more than a bar muscle up we're like this you had to be on point with because it was four different sections that was attached by a string but they can move freely like mm-hmm. so if the timing was off it made the whole movement for everyone just completely terrible so and it was heavier than what we usually train with so that was one factor. Um, but we trained the worm so much that it was pretty much, I want to say easy for us, but I would say the way that we moved through it, it was like smooth. Like there wasn't any really any hiccups at all. And that's what separated us between a lot of teams because 
you could have freaked out and been like, oh my gosh, this is harder than what we've ever trained. We're all moving to different spots, but we all train so much together that we know, like we know where Cooper's squat speed's different. So we know that he has is going to be squatting a little bit slower to keep the cycle all together. And we even switch our positions on the girls because typically MK is in the back for everything we do on the worm. But for this workout, it was the only time that we had MK between me and Cooper because she has a slower squat speed. And so if she's behind us, no one can mm. see her. And so if we have to be able to watch her squat, because again, if it's timings off, then the whole movement goes off. And so it just showed how great of a team we were that we could switch up our order that we've never done before with these movements and basically run a flawless event. So I thought it was like a really cool thing to throw at us, but I knew that we know each other so well and we're such a great team that it was not going to be a problem whatsoever. That was like the only workout that it being announced kind of live and I had zero hesitation about where it was like every other workout, there was always things like, Oh, how are we going to handle this? How's this going to get on? But that one, honestly, it was just like, I knew that it was going to benefit them more than it being a regular one. And they were going to do better than other teams relative to that. And there was, you know, outside of the switch of MK and Kelly, it was just kind of business as usual. And I knew they were going to get a good finisher. It was fun watching you guys fight. You mentioned it and you really did. It was, you know, definitely a disappointing start. I'm sure that morale wasn't great, but you guys have been there before and you showed that like the experience pays off and that you're able to kind of pull back into that top heat and land yourself in the top 10. So congrats on that. If nothing else, like you can be proud that every, every event was an opportunity for you guys. Yeah. I would even say like, what's crazy is, our morale really wasn't that much different as in if like it was like we were like kind of joking about like how like things were going but like we weren't like not talking to each other pissed off that like things didn't go our way or someone messed up or i didn't do something so it really we were all kind of like still together as a team and we were just like joking around like still enjoying being with each other i think that's what really separated us going into those next two days because like if we easily could have been like oh you know I didn't hit this certain lift or, you know, we failed some rope climbs. But we just knew that that's what happened and we were able to move on and we weren't like pissed off at each other. And so that was like really, really cool to see. Cause you know, it's very easy to get upset with one another when, you know, pressures are so high and you're at the, like the CrossFit games and things aren't going your way, but we just really stuck together and fought it through, which is really cool. All right. You guys ready to talk about some fantasy? The draft went down. Jacob won the total with 94 points. My seashell medal. My that's, what you, that's what you get? Yeah, my sand dollar. I got second with 104. The, the old squad, my team took exception. John was like, this is a good team for 2019. Fikowski's like, no chance. Katrin was like, no chance. Watch this. John didn't draft a single female that did well. And Cooper, Cooper screwed up the, his his number. The third overall pick shouldn't have done it. That was that was rough. That's uh, you're, you're in trouble. You're in trouble when that happens. Should we start from the beginning of the draft and work through? Yeah, <laughs> just ignore it. Let, well, we have to talk about. It. I mean, like John taking Jeffrey Adler with the first overall pick. We were like, come on, bro. For real, that's what I we're received doing. A lot of abuse from you guys about that. A yeah. lot of abuse for what wasn't even a crazy pick. It it's wasn't not it like wasn't. he came out of left field to win it. 
ridiculous. But the way that he came back too, I was like, oh my goodness, this is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously it turned out to not be a crazy pick, but when you're looking at the rankings coming in and what they've done in the past, it was a little bit of a stretch in comparison. Coop. They'll be coming in and out. He said uh, he was. He said he was going to do this. So that's what. That's what happens. You, we lost you for a second there, Coop. Oh uh, yeah, my internet's not very good. So, I, I, but you know, was it a? You were going to make a good point though. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah just it wasn't, imagine it wasn't a bad that point. I did. Just bad internet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I'm going to play devil's avocado because I just like to, and just say that. You know, I'm not a big believer in shoulda, coulda, woulda, but if Roman didn't get hurt, who knows if Jeff would have won? He wasn't winning going into the events yeah, where he was Abbott hurt. was ahead when he got injured. No one's talking about that. But then right? you think like, about the events that like were, were next. Like, do you think that like Roman would have done bad on a, a double under pulling heavy? Like he, he got fifth. Gymnastics was pretty gymnastic. Uh-huh. Pretty big uh-huh. guy. Yeah. Like he, he's really, he's like a good gymnast. And like, you know, I learned he this did, from my inside. Well. Uh, I have an insider, yeah, Logan did. Ewing, really close friends of Roman. And uh, yeah. fun fact, and Krennikov was a, a break dancer, and so like one of those b boys, and he's pretty hmm. good at doing the parallel walkthroughs. Oh yeah, awesome. you think it's like different? I think it's like Russian style music that they're break dancing to, or is it like yeah. it Definitely. is not like no, it's not like hip hop y stuff. The okay. Russian oh, and Polish pop, uh, like hip hop arena, is very interesting. Whole different world, whole different, whole different sub subtopic we could we could dive into, but we're gonna yeah. go through the events, and I think there are some things that in Roman's weekend that kind of lends it doesn't it's not it's definitely not a sure thing because mm. there are some events along the weekend where you'd be like oh yeah, yeah. If, if this was a standalone workout Roman would win that he didn't and some that he didn't even perform that well in, so let's just yeah. start let's start it from the beginning, we'll go through all of them because I have I have I have things to say on all of. Them. And, a lot, and it's going to be interesting because you guys did a lot of like variations of the individual workouts, more or less. It's not like this isn't a a blanket statement, but the teams kind of follow a similar flow to the weekend, but always skewed toward teams. But like a lot of the implements will be the same. A lot of like the stimulus will be the same. So I, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. So let's start with the ride because you guys got up on those bikes, went out on the course. I don't really watch cycling ever. Like, I think it's kind of boring, but I enjoy watching the CrossFitters throughout the cycle events. So when you saw this was a, was announced or you saw like the course itself, like we surprised on the outcome of this, like, let me, I'm, I'm going to pull up the results here. We'll start, we'll start with the dudes, but, uh, Mm-mm. have you guys seen this one app, uh, that I caught on to right at the end? It's called, um, heat one. It, it's like a, it's basically like you can predict your top 10 and then you can predict who you think are going to win all of the events leading into it and leading into this on the men's side it was oh, a yeah. no-brainer that i mean for me anyway that it was going to be for a first like, depending on one. what the first event is if it's like monostructural he's pretty much guaranteed a top three whether it's swimming or biking or something along those lines like he's pretty much done i think he's done that three or four years being at the crossfit games he's won the first like event yeah, like, and I don't, did he do it last year or was I it? I think it's Ricky three, right? Something crazy. Like he's won the first event three times. Or something. Like the confusion with the laps and all that stuff. That was last the year was so thing funny because yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, where Lazar and uh, I think one of the Pancheks. Yeah. And but I think Ricky did end up winning somehow. Yeah, he's pretty Ricky much guaranteed. One, yeah. Like if it's like come from behind. So I mean, you only go or like just like certain things that you know you don't typically see in a CrossFit setting. Besides at the games, he's gonna be top three, I think. He's yeah. a very skilled cyclist. Like you can tell there was points where he like, I mean, I don't know how, like I'm not a cyclist at all. So I don't know how hard this is, but he like s took his hands off the, the handlebars and, and yeah. like, got nutrition out of his pack and didn't lose a second. And like, he knows where he knows where to pick his spots. He knows how to make turns. And there was one part Roman did well in this event as well, yeah. but you could tell Roman was pressing so hard at some points just to be in, in the lead. He's like, I need to be winning <laughs> like early in the event too. And like he, that seems to be how he, how he kind of approaches a lot of these events. But Yona is just chilling, and he's like, "I'm going to pick my spots and take it when it's time." How much did that run? You guys, did you guys have to run? Because that was <laughs> the first day of teams in terms of viewership uh, or broadcasting, I should say. Uh, Pretty poor. Did that did that I don't get seen so. at all? Like, did they put up the teams? I don't know. No idea. I don't think. I don't think I don't think the bike was yeah or, I was like yeah no, I don't think they was, the like bike at twenty all. meters shorter. How did you guys have to get off the bike? Did and you run? say around that like sixty feet because yeah they had to run all the way to the transition point and then get back on. We like transitioned like depending where your your gumdrop was, but we were thirty fifty feet away from the the second board. What you say? Yeah, probably. And ours was a little different too because the run was typically, or it had to be, we had to switch after each run. So you would treat that run as a sprint when you were finishing mm. your lap, whereas they probably kind of chilled a little bit to re recompose themselves where we were just I will like say though, that run, dead sprint like, to pass off the bike. Depending so. on how like how fatigued you were going into that section, you could, that's where like you can make some time up on people. Because if some people, depending on how efficient you are with holding your bike and running with it, you could easily like catch up to someone or even pass someone in that section. Yeah, definitely. You saw it on the yeah. on the individuals quite a bit. Like someone would have a lead going into the run, and it'd be completely the gap would be closed almost instantly once everyone else kind of caught up. Any surprises in this bike? I mean, this is this is pretty sim standard of what they do, and not necessarily if it's all cycling, but it's usually some long monostructural. Sometimes it'll be uh, a swim, run, something or other. But uh, any surprises on this? Oh, honestly, like, what do you guys like, think about something like this? Was it just kind of not talking shit on them? But I'm business surprised as usual that starting off the game. Adler wasn't second. Yeah, on the on the bike. That he was, yeah. That he that he finished second. John, you're feeling great at that point. You're like, I knew it. I absolutely knew he it. He was always going to be. He was always going to be doing well. It's not. It's not a mystery. Um, no, I mean Adler. I'm trying to find it. He was up there yeah. last year on the bike workout. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was fourth on the bike workout last year. Um, so you know, he's he's good on those kind of longer events. Um, but yeah. I mean, the, the big thing to me that stands out yeah. is um, you look at like top 10 of that workout. It's mostly non-Americans. Um, and this 
you know, this comes down to the, the swimming stuff and even the running stuff to an extent. Um, and it's, it's like growing up what different cultures value in terms of what they, what the kids do. Mm. Um, and in Europe and Australia, a lot of the sports are much more running based and much more aerobic based. Um, you know, there's the countries being smaller and closer together. People cycle more. like hmm. growing up in England, like I would bike everywhere. You know, I would, doesn't matter where I was going, I would cycle there. Um, and I think it's just a little bit different for Americans growing up where one, everything's a bit bigger and more spread out. So less people cycle day to day. And two, the sports are a lot more stop start. Um, and they're kind of less aerobic based sports for the most part. Um, and you know, that's where you see like the swimming events, the biking events, the running events, the non-Americans tend to do better. We need to see like a first event in the CrossFit games be like, uh, <laughs> like what, like a uh, coop. What's, five, a, ten, what's five, a, drill? a football hitting drill where you line up like meat grinders. I think we call Oklahoma. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we need to see. See how, yeah. see how these international athletes hold up, you know, yeah. maybe they'll do that when we go, if next year the games are international, maybe they'll start with a, basketball or something like that or an Oklahoma situation. So we do have to talk about if we scroll way down on this leaderboard, some of the athletes that did not do so well. I mean, Lazar Dukic, who ended up ninth overall, who I picked early. I was like, this guy, come on. And he did well on the bike last year, even though he skipped a lap. But still he like no, seems like a skilled cyclist. He was there when it when it mattered. With the lap Jason Hopper, who overall did just yeah. wasn't bringing it in any of the events. Uh and we gotta talk about Velner and Medeiros. <clears throat> So Velner, this is his thing. This is his like, hey, I'm going to start off and I'm just going to do terrible to, to start. And, and I drafted him as well. And, and I knew that was coming. And he just didn't disappoint. Started off with a 27th place finish. So with a guy like Velner, what do you, what do you guys think? What's going on there? Like, Why is it that, is this something that is mental or do you think it's something that is part of, part of like his way of conserving energy yeah, through the week yeah. is this on purpose like how does this happen every single year definitely not on purpose like <laughs> there's, there's no way he deliberately tanks the first workout and just challenges himself to get back right um honestly i think i mean i think the reality is that the same reason we say like yoni koski always finishes you know top three in that that first workout or those style of workouts um those things just aren't that strong for Vilna. um you know, the, what the first workout tends to be, whether it's a water event, whether it's a bike event, whether it's a non-traditional CrossFit event, it's just not a strength of his. And, you know, we see it in other athletes who they have this like one weakness. Like you take like uh, Laura Horvath with handstand pushups. It's like everyone knows that she struggles with them. You guarantee she's working hard on them every year, but they don't ever get to the level of other people. And it's the same for Velma. Like, you know, he's going to be working on this stuff, but he's not able to get, that kind of event up to the level of other people. So um, you think this skill you know, discrepancy in something like cycling or swimming with all these other CrossFitters whose body types are I also think there's like an the element same, of like, is that like you kind of you said something about like conserving energy. I think there's an element of like safety, as you could say. Like me and Cooper, almost, me and Cooper almost ruined our weekend off the mm. first three seconds of the, of the, the mass start. Yeah. And so it's like, you get in those situations. It's like, do I really push it 
to like go around these corners hard and have my tires go out and I like hurt something and now the rest of my weekend is gone? Or I just like kind of run this race at 85% knowing I'm not going to, even if I give it my 100%, I'm not going to be a top 10. So it's like I just run my race, be safe, not get hurt, you know, take a 27th. But now I know where later on the weekend I can make up for this stuff because I'm not going to, I'm not good at biking. And I'm not going to get good enough at biking. Like John's saying, you're not going to make a huge jump by training at all time compared to everyone else. So I think there's, there's some element of just like gamesmanship almost. Yeah. I mean, if you it's, look at you, like you said, uh, Medeiros and Velner, they finished like next to each other down the bottom leaderboard there. But for different reasons, Velner's just not as good at biking maybe like conserve a little bit, but Medeiros took two, t- two hard uh, tumbles, you know, probably shook him up a little bit. Didn't help him going for the rest of the weekend. So I don't know, just maybe a little I've bit. I've never heard that there for sure. So do you think Medeiros I, was concussed? You never heard that there? I heard it somewhere I, I, that like, I never heard he that. hit his head and, and had a concussion. I, is that spin? Is that spin? I would doubt it simply for the fact that I think med- like if it was known that he had a concussion, medical would have withdrawn him. They wouldn't let him compete. But I mean, this, is there precedent right. for this in any way? I mean, like, yes, in ball sports or contact sports, I think that that is right, though, John. Like, you should not be able to compete with a concussion right. in something like this. Yeah. But is there... I mean, I did. I also I haven't seen his falls. I don't know how significant they what were. Are you, are you I didn't see him like, either. Did, was he that had him but didn't um, know it. I don't know. No. Like, um, but I don't know. I mean, that's Maybe. not really possible. But he did. He did do an interview that I saw that basically said he had some sort of maybe a little injury. His training was not going well. And that it just like almost more than physically, it mentally set him back going to the weekend, just knowing just he wasn't where he wanted to be and should be. And then it kind of just spiraled from there. <sighs> Dang. He's like, he's right about me. He's like right at the end of making a good point almost every time. It's like the good point's about to happen. And just... <clears throat> my internet is so bad. Um, it just turns off his Wi-Fi as soon as he gets close to finishing a good point. <laughs> he's lost. He's lost. He doesn't know if he can finish up this point and just kind of stops. My point was, I think he was mentally not in a good place due to his training going into it, and then it spiraled from there. And that's from a competitor standpoint. I mean, like that's kind of the most logical explanation, right? Is that either yes, like an injury, or the fire wasn't burning as hot as it had in the past, and he thought maybe he thought he could make up time and just wasn't able to, and then coming into it not knowing knowing that he wasn't who he should be. That's that's basically what I thought it was. So it makes sense if he was dealing with something like that. But and then taking these falls, that's just compounding mentally on top of it. Because that next event, Smashed let's move it. on. We'll go or we got to the women's sorry. On the Good women's pick, end, Good pick. Emma Lawson was just like beaten ass, just killing everybody. Yes, that's what I was gonna pick I was on that. So was there But she like there mur- there's no like time. Ours. It's all reps based or whatever. Where, where they cut it off? No, 30 minutes it was in? just smaller numbers. It's... So they did the same thing where they cut it off 
they, I don't know what the time was, but they cut it off and then so- it was based on the time of like the, the order they came in after that. So that it was like a gate, right? Like if you yeah. cross this certain point, because you guys had this happen to you guys, right? You'd miss the, the gate closing. The, what do you think about yeah. that way to finish an event? Like to me, I was like, oh, so, and I think it was maybe 12 athletes made it through. 12 or no, maybe like 15 athletes made it through and they all had to do seven minutes of extra work because they made it yep. through this gate and then everyone else was, was siphoned off. It should, I was, it should have like, been a four time workout. Yes. Um, it's not like they hadn't tested it. They knew how long the laps were going to take. They should have made it four time. Um, seven rounds, seven, seven rounds for time. Yeah. Um, and then everyone has to do the same and you just have the quickest time wins. Um, same for the teams. It should have been, okay, you want to go for 50 minutes? Okay, we know from testing this is going to take them approximately, you know, they're going to get approximately whatever the best were, like 17 or 18, 18 laps. Um, and it's like, say both your bikes have to complete nine laps or 10 laps, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you want to make that number. And it's total combined time for your two bikes to get through 10 laps. Because, yeah, we, yeah, we I didn't did understand why they should we have did been, more work. It should have been a clearer way to higher than us. Uh, yeah, but we, because of the gate and the way they scored it, we got twelfth. When like, which yeah. like, I don't know if this is true. Yeah. I don't know what if the numbers are crunched, but I, we would have been like fifth around fifth if MK's bike would have went through. But because because of the scoring, we got 12th. yeah. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Yeah. So because only one of our bikes made the gate through, we only got that one extra lap. If our second bike had got through, we'd have got yeah. one more lap and would have likely finished fifth. Um, oh, that doesn't make any it, sense for the teams. If it had been like um, before that, say it was 16 laps. So both bikes have to do eight. We'd have been mm-hmm. third, fourth or fifth because our two bikes were so far up compared to other teams. So other team's hmm. second bike could be way back as long as it's still on the same lap as our second bike. They ended up getting the same contribution, even if they were like three or four minutes ahead. It didn't matter. Yeah, I don't love and like it's not like they like when we talk about the five k, like the five k. It's like okay, this is like a standard distance, right? No one was asking how much distance you covered on the bike. No one, I didn't even think about it, right? So like, why does it need to be Seven, time or anything else? Yeah, make it like. Seven rounds for a time, yeah. or how many did the men get? Probably also seven. Yeah, they just they just had like the way that it timed out for them. All the men did the same amount of work. They or most of them made it through the yeah. gate. Or on the women, only Man, I think yeah, I fifteen. I think we knew that going into very that, that was very strange way to because of what happened last year. But, she did great last year. I mean, Emily Rolf, you know, when you talk about anything that's longer and in, uh, in, in an endurance space, um, Katrin showed up. Emma Tall was really strong there. So, yeah. Yeah. And then like Laura Horvath, I mm-hmm. thought she would do a little bit better. Maybe just the duration of this was, was a little bit long because she came out hot. I thought she I thought she had a chance to win this event based off how she did last year, because last year in that bike event, it was I think the pull ups. She came out behind on the pull ups. But I think she went into yeah. the pull-ups first. So I was like, all right, maybe she can just, if it's just power output, she can just be there. But it seems like a little bit long for her. And I think like the big, um, 
surprise here was Emma Carey. This this was well, she this was, was not good she for Coop. the railings. Betting on the young guns. Tough. Uh, very very tough. Uh, she she yeah, yeah she, she wrecked. She, she spilled full, like I think it was the first lap or like the first quarter of the first, first like, lap turn. <laughs> yeah, and then after that she gave up. Like you saw people lapping her, and she just was not. I think she realized that the amount of work she'd have to do to get back to an even standing, it was better just to call it. And honestly, yeah, it's a, a good call by her. I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, she, she busts herself to get back into it and then she finishes like 10 places higher. Like, you know, it's, um, it's not really worth it. No. And then other athletes, I mean, Danielle Brandon, a 21st, it's not what you want. Um, but that, I think that was like the real surprise, right? It was probably Emma Carey finishing down low there. Uh, I would actually say my the one I was most surprised at on the women's side there was Sydney Wells. Um, just because, you know, I think she's a very hit and miss athlete when it comes to games workouts uh, based on her strengths and weaknesses. But the, she's mm. a very good runner. Um, and the more aerobic workout, she tends to be better at. Um, so, you know... It was. I was surprised that she she finished where she did on the the bike event. Especially so. for someone like her, like you think like the CrossFit CrossFit side of things, she's still kind of new at. So anything yeah. that is outside of that realm, she probably needs to capitalize on. Mm. Just not a, a skilled cyclist. So this know? is where yeah. I know you made like the comment where like Move on teams to kind chipper. of flow in the same way What'd as you guys individuals. Think of this one? We had nothing like this. No. No. Is there a team yeah. pig? Has there, there's never been a team pig, right? Like a, no. a team flip. Well, it seems like, have used pigs, but throughout the weekend, not but not like two handles on each side or something like that, where yeah, they'd probably be dangerous. No, Nothing. and that's where it's like you look at the workout like this. And you didn't like, do anything on a bar. Okay, we have a similar first workout. We what? Like, we bike, you know, sixty minutes. Teams, uh, individuals are doing forty, and then we do nothing on a bar, and they get chest to bars, toe to bar. Pig, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. They had this looked really fun. This is like classic, classic CrossFit Games style of stuff. So, um, and then Roman comes out and then looking insane. <laughs> when the way he finished this was like, oh my goodness! This, what, yeah. I mean, it's so early in the weekend, but I was like, I don't think anybody's gonna yeah. beat this guy. Like, this was the pick. And uh, nothing else, but like on the women's end, how we do over here? Yeah, and Laura Horvath, right? Like mm -hmm. I said that at every event that was coming out, I was yeah. texting you guys, being like, "Hey, Laura Horvath's gonna win this one." But this one, she did win, and it's and convincingly too. So this was kind of like a tone setter. Yeah, yeah. This would be interesting to see Raptors. how this plays That's where out. That's she took the lead. On the women's end, like Laura won. Ariel Lowen was second. Ended up on the podium. Yeah. Yeah. Did she so impressive? She was really, really impressive that first, and then the inverted medley being the next event. Like, mm -hmm. this seems like these first three, the first day, the first three events was a really good spread, right? Like there wasn't anything that was kind of overlapping. They kind of touched all the pieces that they could potentially touch on when it comes to CrossFit in terms of like the modality pieces. I was like, 
is Alexis Raptus going to win this thing? I know, again, it's early, but just looking at it all, it's like, where's the hole? Because like you figure there'd be a hole somewhere in these first three events for, for athletes. Yeah. But yeah, she, she wasn't like showing she it was and after a fifth solid. in that and and then I medley too. The alpaca and the ski bags where it kind of went down. But I think the pig chipper was the workout that ended Medeiros' weekend. Like even, yeah, like you, you could work back from the 29th. Like oh, Rich Froning so did it all hard. the time. You know, Velmer did it and made it to the podiums and with like 30 places. But he followed up his 29th with a 37th. But then he had a good inverted medley. And he and it was like yeah. an inverted medley, like a pig chipper one, there's definitely a an element of wanting to like go there, right? Like and hurt and fight. And an inverted medley, maybe not, it's very skill centric, but it seemed like he had moments in the inverted medley. Like there was that one clip of him almost missing, but holding on to to like that last line of the handstand walk. And I was like, okay, he's actually he's here to fight. Because in the pig chipper, it looked like he had none of that. Wanted nothing to do with hurting. Wanted nothing to do with competing. Well, John, you're saying, well, we're they did well in that inverted medley. So I was like, maybe this guy's going to stick balls, around. Or like people were. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. People were off the bar before he got back to the chest bar. What's up, Coop? <laughs> it's tough. See, when we're in person, no internet connection, we're all good. Oh, I got and I got one of those uh per, like, portable recorders now. So next time we'll be able to really like knock it out. I'll have microphones, we'll be ready to rock. I'm here, I'm back. I'm here. Back in action. Me? You got a I'm point? Back. Um yeah, it was in that interview he said that the wall ball felt like it was just fifty pounds. He would do four or five reps and be like, I gotta drop this. And that's not gonna bode well when you have a hundred reps in the middle of the workout, you know. So And it was regular wall balls. Yeah at regular height. It yep. wasn't like it was a, a 30 to a 12 or something like that. It yeah, was like, I think that's when he realized something is wrong with him. Like he was not feeling like himself. Did he physically look the same? He was getting the past few years? Savannah on his podcast about his body. Like I, I, would say I, so. test, I test for fitness. No. We're not here to shame to body shame. It's not what we're doing, but I test wise, I don't know. I know he's not oh, he's not always like this uh necessarily like a specimen out there. Like a uh, like a Jake Douglas situation, but he I don't know. It didn't look like he was as fit I know as he, he has posted been in the some past, long interview. Maybe that was just on his not page not not taking Savant's side the, here. Like the recap of the weekend, but I haven't invested too much time into it. Like the, he explains kind of what everything went that went down, but I, I mean, I'll probably listen to it tomorrow on like a walk or something, but it was like 30-something minutes. It was Too about long, him did and not Ellie read. was talking about their weekends because I think both of them didn't have the weekend that they were hoping for or expecting to have. Yeah, yeah. Ellie had a poor weekend as well. Yeah, that's tough. She looked like she, she had a back injury, though. Um, Inverted medley. Yeah. So this is where Grace Shaver, that was, yes, that was John's boy, KC right? Made. Yep, the giant, yeah, and, and a Missouri kid, um, came came through for you guys on that one. On this one, I, I mean, I don't have too much to pick out about these events. Um, they're just always kind of a crapshoot to me. It's like 
I guess one thing I did want to know, like, what do you guys think about that pullover when they announced it? Because that's like a bodybuilding movement too, right? Like having the dumbbell laying on the bench with your hips elevated and kind of like pulling. I was like, are they going to do bodybuilding pullovers here? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, so how did you guys, have you guys played around with that sense? Like how challenging is that movement? It seems like some people were really figuring it out pretty quick and other people were really kind of muscling, like bent arm kind of like strict yeah. toes to bar type of type of movement. I mean, it's, I it's something we touched on in training pre games, you know, it was oh, a nice. movement that was on my list of, yeah, this could come up. Um, we didn't see, it, on seen the it before, side, but um, I've not seen it in competition. I mean, I've done it with people before um, just as like a, you know, it's a useful skill to work on in terms of body control and awareness and things like that. Um, you know, there's a bunch of gymnastic drills that we'll do in training because they're good in terms of, you know, shoulder strengthening and awareness and core strength and control and all this kind of stuff. But you don't expect to see it in a competition. And, you know, we touched on it beforehand. I knew it was something that could come up. Um, and it's one of those movements that for all of those athletes, once you do it a few times, if, if they'd never done it before, they would pick it up pretty quickly. It's not a, a crazy movement for them. Yeah, it seems like some people were doing it unbroken. And others were yeah. like, it seemed like something that wasn't going to be incredibly fatiguing if you got the momentum of it down and you could just kind of like, good at it. it's not a tough movement. Yeah. If you could handle being inverted and come out of it mm-hmm. and be like, okay, this is, this is fine. <laughs> but yeah, like this is kind of a crapshoot on the women's end. This was a Danielle Brandon event from the start. I was like, this is obviously going to be right. her. Is she, was she a tr- more than like, like, she was a, like a gymnastic specialist at this point? I think there's some, some but... I mean, Pole vaulter, I think, right? Pole yeah. vault, to me, my take on pole vault, that's basically a gymnast. And like, yeah. that could be a gymnastics sport. It doesn't necessarily need to be a track and field event. Yeah, I mean, honestly, before this year, and this is why I drafted her as high as I did in our draft. Yeah. Um, before this year, she was pretty well-rounded. I mean, she finished fourth last year. Yeah. And she's she's been like fourth a couple of times now, I think. She was the second um, returner coming into this. Like, she... People were picking her to win. Like, yeah. I think Brian Spin picked um, her to win. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what her training was looking like, how she was feeling, et cetera, et cetera. But I was a little surprised overall yeah. she didn't do better. But obviously this event, that was the only person you were looking to to win this event. Right, because even like Elisa Fuliano, Shelby Neal, Alexis Raptis is pretty good on her hands. Like these are athletes mm-hmm. that you would expect to do well. And like Danielle Brandon is just kind of like the best at that. And she also did well in the... Parallel. Parallel what's that? What's the dip bar called? The actual term for that? Parallel bars. Parallel bars. Um, yeah, she did well in that mm-hmm. event too. So it's like these, like kind of off the beaten path gymnastic, yeah. athletic things. That's really the only place that she was super strong, which I was surprised mm-hmm. in. I was pretty surprised in that. Sunk, sunk John's whole team. Alpaca. Yeah, my my what, women's what, picks what, all uh, done well at that. They one, all did well. But none of them were really good at. She did good. Yeah, I mean Annie too. Her sister did well too, though. So. Mm Hmm. Yeah, she did done pretty well though. Mm Hmm. What do you guys think about this alpaca? So that was day one. So day one Mm -hmm. ends, no cuts. Now we're into day two. There are cuts after Helena, right? This is where the cuts started. So we have three workouts this day. The alpaca redux is a is the workout that they were supposed to do last year, couldn't do because of rain. Uh, ski bag, which is just skiing and pretty just grunt work. Mm. 
and then Helena, a, uh, a derivative of, of Helen. Nasty. What do you guys think of the alpaca? Getting to see it for what it was supposed to be intended. Yeah. I understand why they did it. Um, I'd have preferred to see more of a variation on it. Um, I understand why they wanted to put it out like they did um, in terms of what they wanted to do last year and couldn't do. But just to kind of the deciding factor within the workout didn't really change. So you still saw a similar kind of placings to last year. Did it end up being pretty similar? Pretty close. I don't know exactly, but it was certainly. Yeah, I guess, I guess, you're, I guess you're right. You push, it's like the workout you can't push boring. the pace unless you are I'd very, because it was all, mm-hmm. it was very, very slow. Like show climbs. And it was just like, and what's crazy is like, I, I mean, I think across yeah, the board, teams and individuals, the, those legal show climbs were harder than they people just like kind of struggled with them. And I don't know if that's the rope or, you know, other mm-hmm. factors, but it just seemed like even people that are really, really good at legal show climbs still kind of struggle with it a little bit. Was it the return to the mat that like this like the eccentric mm. load that was the the changer in this? Because with the standard with this, right, you have to be seated to start. Yeah, you have to hold control, get both hands above a line, a legless the whole time. You don't have to be in an L sit the whole time, right? You just have to start in an L sit, and like your feet just can't touch the ground. And then on the way down, again, you don't have to be in an L sit, but your your hands need to get below a certain point on the rope. And to do that, you're probably going to have yeah. to tuck your knees up into well, some sort of L sit position. Yeah, it was so interesting that your feet don't because touch first. Uh, so it's just like all the way through. Watching, and is it just, just like I think that one of the first heats for the guys. There was that Servi guy for Brazil. Was it Brazil? And he was like coming out pretty hot and his descent was he would go hand down, hand down, hand like he would move his hands down, not like hand over hand. You remember that John? And I was asking because there was a bunch of coaches around You're that area in the warm barrier watching. And I was like, I thought that yeah. it had to be hand over hand. And he said that got asked in the brief and they said it was okay. And so it was like, it depended on what version you did. But then like the next rep, he, he went way too Is hot. That like, came out too fast on his next rep and he, he didn't do anything in the rest of the workout. So. Yeah. Because we saw this yeah. on on screen for in the teams uh, with Invictus, Josh Alshama, yeah, well, he, he was sliding down. I it. think with Josh, and I don't know, yeah, like, that I haven't was no watched. Rip. I think and that's essentially his, what that guy was, must have been he doing. Was actually, he was like sliding his hands down. Yeah, this guy was like purposely going down this way. So, he was legit sliding. You could tell. It was like, oh, this guy's just hanging yeah, off. Right, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but that's like still, it's gray, right? Like if it how how's it different? Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then Roman winning this one again, same thing. He just came out so hot. Fikowski's making a move now with third, third in Alpaca, mm. third in uh pig chipper, just doing his thing. He did something very interesting in this event, right? Cause he was pushing Roman. They both got to the rope, uh, on the last set of rope climbs and seconds. did like, one, I believe. And then Fikowski was like, I'm going to take like, how, like actually how much time did he, <laughs> he took, he probably took the total amount of time. That he he ended up being uh yeah fifty seconds behind Roman in that event. He probably took fifty seconds to just wait and make sure he was going to hit that next rope climb. 
where Vellner, and this is another thing with Vellner's approach that is just like, was just killing me for the weekend. Not his approach, just like the way that he ends up. It seemed like he got there and needed to kind of send it in a, in a time where he shouldn't mm-hmm. have because he needed to make up points. And he, like he got up and he was in third or fourth in that heat. And then he failed. And then he, where did he even end up? Right. And like, he could have gotten like fourth, but to me, it's like, he's put himself in this position where he needs to then take risks to make up points. And it, and it, yeah, bites I think like, that. And it no happened matter later what in the, competition, the too, people are like bound where. to make mistakes, but, but like, his are just it, like so dramatic and very like noticeable. Like people notice him because he puts himself like in a good position. And then that's when the mistake happens. Rather than just like <laughs> the beginning of the workout, he like, tripped over something and then like now he's like working his way back it's like he, it's like he, it's like that he gets to the peak of like now is a chance to like go right, and he's not 27 like the whole time he's happens, in third typically but i remember like his coach posted something that he just does so well but like knowing that he's probably going to make mistakes and like he's able to move on so well from that and i think i mean that it speaks to his placings the last eight years at the games of like how he's done so well is because he just bounces back and he was able, he was even able to make up that rep and finish the workout. Like we're like people like Emma Carey, when they failed, right. it was game over. Right. Right. Yeah. And she, she, she also went off very hot, maybe for the same reason. She started the failing. She started like, failing pretty early. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, you know, six stone. Slow is smooth, is smooth is fast. We're like, if you, yeah, and, and there are workouts that you can pick out in the games where that's definitely the case. And like for us on the team side, that ring muscle up workout, like we've done variations on that in training a couple of times. Um, based on a muscle up one from last year's games and it's like the team knew that if they could just control the first two rounds they yeah. do well on the workout yeah and then the thing, um, the thing they ended up i think we got people were that workout, way faster right, in the rings than us but because they were fast in yeah. the rings it slowed down like, the worm mm. yeah mm-hmm mm-hmm and you can you can always pick those workouts and on the vid- individual side that's one way you look at it and it's like, yeah, if the first person out of round one is not is unlikely to win the event. So yeah, so it's about being yeah. like, pretty disciplined or being just incredibly strong and skilled. Because Jack sure, Farley got Roman second in that event. Like, he I'm, was in the heat with Justin. <laughs> Everyone's like, so yeah, I'm winning. Second I, that's what I'm doing here. Heat for this. And he was he was behind Justin until like the last round. He just like mm-hmm. was yeah. Methodical yeah, right. and just move through at his own pace, and then end up getting right. second overall in the workout. And it's like he didn't do anything special. He didn't like go f- do make like he didn't make his rope climbs fast. He just like did his own thing, and it just like paid out. Yeah, and that, that that was this was an event you're definitely watching it because watching Justin do this again, it looked like he was just it struggling. But this is just like an event where it just looks like you're struggling. <laughs> it just you just go really slow. Into ski bags. What was the so? Do you guys remember the the rep scheme for this? I don't have it off the top of my head. 30, 30, 20, 20, 20. Those are thirty cows. Yeah, it had to be 30, it had to be uh, on the shoulder. Sandbag supported squats. They by had one arm. It, 
on your back. Yes, mm. which is very strange. <laughs> it seemed like some of the way that people were moving is like this doesn't look right at all. But uh, have yeah, you guys tried that? Like, like, how does that change? So we went, we went. And there was it was two hundred for men. One twenty, one twenty-five for women. How does it getting up there on your shoulder? Like, because kind of you saw, saw some people. Emma Carey is interesting when she like she's just an interesting mover. It seems like she's incredibly like mobile. That sometimes like she's kind of like moving all over the place. And this one in particular, like your head was way out to the side. Like everything was like kind of turned crooked. Yeah, so, like, how, I does mean, this, prime how does this affect like your energy? On our team is okay. efficient. The way she squats and the way she she's built, she has to. She's more of a hinge pattern in her squat than like being upright. Like she just can't. It just like she can't do it that way. So with that sandbag, it just makes her squat so much harder to like be able to complete. And so getting in the right position is so key, and making sure that she can reach the standards is so important because if you if you can't i mean that it's just an, like you're it's it's hmm. not natural whatsoever it's not like having a barbell in the front rack or overhead it's just like you have this bag and it's like here and so you're twisted at the torso but then like your feet are staggered in one way and you're trying to like look up to see the judge or look to see your partner so it's just like kind of this awkward motion that you have to be able to practice and luckily we do that a lot like just getting sandbags to shoulders or stuff like that. I don't know. Is this where Ellie Turner got hurt? Not sure. Because I, I mean, mean Hel- I'm, yeah. actually, I'm not sure when she got hurt, but because Hel- Helena like is where it was Crushed apparent it. that she was hurt. Crushed but it. I thought it mm-hmm. might have been on this workout. Look at my guy Colton Mertens up there. Draft him. You guys laughed. Yeah, yeah. Like in this at this event. Where this is one where where I'm starting to look at this like why didn't Roman win this right like just mm. size output on that machine he's known to be the best on like the skier and the rower and like he's not super I mean he's more skilled than most people but like if it's grunt work yeah he's probably gonna be that guy or like Ricky for that matter but who wasn't there but him getting ninth I mean, here is, is that that to me it's like. Th- there is an element to this to this workout in particular where size makes a difference. Um, where like either you have to be a bigger guy yeah. where the ski goes so much faster or a uh-huh. shorter guy where the squats go so much faster. Um, and if you look like, you know, Medeiros is, I would, I would class Medeiros as a shorter guy in general across right. the field. We have uh, Colton finishing first and then Yelly in fourth. Like, He's a big guy, right. but he's big enough where the ski goes that much quicker yeah. than him. Bronislaw's so, big. Yeah, there's a good variation here. Yeah, because Colton's what? Like yeah. legit 5'4"? Five, 5'3"? Five, five, like three. Five, and uh, how big is Madero? like 5'8"? Uh, let's look it up. Look is Adler part. the tallest? Is Adler the tallest men's you, champion of all time? And what is he, like 5'9"? Goldberg uh, would be the tallest? He's not I'm five nine and a half. Is he that? Is he about? short too? <laughs> we got to go back to the to the oh, early James, days to get. The, I mean, the, the the guy who won first, what Fitz did double, something. Double. He was pretty. He seemed like he was tall. Michael Fitzgerald. James I mean, Fitzgerald. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he's not that tall. There's an element of proportion, but there is also an element of comfortability with that bag. Oh yeah, pig farmer. 
swine. Mm. And Colton's like a farmer, straight up. He's at, Maduro's he's at, and Adler are the same height. You got a number? Or you just like looking at him. I'm just he's just looking at photos. <laughs> one, just doing one. some calculations here. So yeah, I mean, so here's the difference. Yelly is boy. seventy-four inches, which is six-two. Six-two. That's pretty tall. Right. He's a giant. Colton is sixty-four inches. Um. So yeah, it's like five-four. Five, I mean, yeah. this is just listed on Games Profile. We all know that's not necessarily the most accurate. Um, John, how long did it? Do you guys? You guys don't do inches over in England, right? You do, but you do miles. Do do feet and inches for height. You do. So yeah, uh, in England at least, other European countries will do centimeters. In England, it's feet and mm. inches. And you height. do miles too, right? Uh, yep, miles instead of kilometers. Also, I think hmm. one thing I just picked that's up. Only, I mean, that's forgetting that about the only two this workout that you had to progress the yes. bag every five reps. Well, if you took a one wobble step, that throw that's like four seconds of adjustment, mm-hmm. making sure the bag is good. It's just if you're comfortable with that bag and you're solid to those steps, you and you, that's just kind of the workout because all of them are skiing at pretty much the same pace. I would say close to. Oh yeah, I mean he's he's probably. But it's but gotta he's probably take, not. It's gotta take. But he's not using that much energy in the bag. Energy. Like he's a five hundred like, plus pound squatter. And he's got a really good squat and good mechanics where it's just kind of just like boing, boing, up and yep. down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He seemed to be a crowd favorite. People like just, just because of his size. Like yep. he's, he's pretty, he's pretty dry in the personality. He's pretty like, a, he seems like he's pretty serious out there, but just his demeanor and like he does things like wall balls really well. Like he just does all the stuff that I all mean, the tall guys do. For him to go, and just, there's no the excuses out there. For him. Like, I was really impressed with him this weekend. Yeah, but he got what? This was an event that Jason Hopper like had to yeah. win. So fourteenth, like that's tough because he's like on the verge of being cut, and that's that's. And this is an event that you think would yeah. be good. I mean, I guess that that on the shoulder was just such a game changer for these for these athletes mm-hmm. that it's hard to even tell. Like these these results don't make sense at all from my like from the eyeballs. Vikowski being down. Yeah, I think it was six minute yeah, cap. I don't know. That's why a lot of girls interesting got workout because it only took the same cows five as minutes, me. six minute workout. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. The same time cap. But they had a comparatively lighter sandbag, I would say. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, if you were looking at barbell, you could expect 185, 125, or maybe 185, 135, depending on the workout. So for that to be 200, 125, it was... Is that like a circumference thing? Is that like... I I honestly don't know why they did it. The only thing I can think is a 125 sandbag is a somewhat standard size. Um, so the only thing I can think is that they didn't want to take like a 150 sandbag and then fill it to 135 or 140. But that's, that's the only thing I can think of. Um, you know, the, the normal rule, or at least what has historically been the rule is 70%. Um, 
which would have been 140 if you were to take the 200 sandbag. Um, so yeah. that's the only reason I can think is for like having a solid sandbag. Yeah, yeah. maybe they tested the 150 the and they were just like flattening people. Give. And just wasn't like happening. this a little bit extra time. And they needed to be on the shoulder. If women are doing the same cows as men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's normally like one minute longer or whatever. So. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I felt that way about Amanda Barnhart with this one too. Like she I mean, did this well. I mean, she was six, but this was when I was like, she needs to like win. But this is probably her best event. I mean, she was over a minute faster than the second place. No. And yeah. when she would win, man, it was like I mean, that third place wasn't though, even looking hard for uh, her. Olivia Kirsten. She was doing it in dominant fashion. Missouri, man. Yeah. Actually, he might be Kansas, but hey, it's right there. Missouri's out here. Yeah. Missouri's all over the place. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's oh, kingdom, she's like so that's all that matters. Eastern Kansas. That's that you I guys claim. You guys claim that. No. <laughs> She's from do you, the do, south. Do, oh, do you flip flop on Jamal that? Were you like a Rams fan, up. and then you're like, when they were good, and you're like, oh no, now the Chiefs are good. That's all we he, had was Jamal Charles. That's that. He was he was tough, man. He was busted the Eagles' ass one year. It was very upsetting. Yeah. Well, was it's actually um, I want to. Right, let's move so any other. Let's was see how she got hurt. She got everything else kind of played out. out. Which is interesting. Maybe something on the I don't know oh, maybe right. like something between huh. the events, but she held it together well. Wow, um, right. Yes. This yes. is where I mean this is where I turned for Alexis Raptus because she she had the leader's jersey and then got fifth yeah. on the previous workout, and then it's thirty seventh place. That there's got to be something said about the pressure. You heard, uh, of wearing that jersey for the first time. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I and this workout's and, uh, just confusing. What's his name? I don't really understand. Rather said, what, what's the jersey happening. feels heavy on his shoulders. He doesn't like to wear it. The curse. He kept talking about that. Canadians. Canadians. He hadn't even had it on by that point. He was just saying that. I was like, prove it. Just saying stuff. Mm-hmm. And then last workout of the day. Final workout before cuts was Helena. What do you guys think about this variation? It was ended up being 400 meter. So the regular workout's yeah. 400 meter run, uh, 21 uh, yeah. American kettlebell swings. Wait, am I right? And then 12 uh, yes. regular pull-ups. It was bar muscles this was first. Tw- many, they, they flipped the pull-ups, snatch, right? It was 50. pull-ups first. Bar muscle-ups yeah. first. I would have liked to see a kettlebell there, but. Okay, so they just flipped those two. Yeah. It was like, I mean, kettlebell snatch. They kept the same stimulus as, and it was the weight was still wasn't very heavy, Helen. and like twelve. It was close, close-ish, a little bit, a little bit slower, but like it's pretty. Like you think it was it, about it's, the same. It's like, basically you think people like felt the same gas way? pedal, which is like the, what that's what Helen is, and I think if they would have changed up too much, like where it was like longer, you kind of like lose the element of that classic CrossFit girl workout, you know, where Helen is just three, two, one, go. It's you you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at these times, right? Like when you say, John, only a minute different. On the, 
Das ist dann was Nee. On the dumbbell? Yeah. And that's the thing, like, you wanted it to be a go workout, but the dumbbell being that light, um, mm. I mean, just, it just meant that there was questionable lockout, questionable control. I think you could have pushed it to, for the guys, instead of 50, maybe had 60, yeah. 65, or 70. Mm -hmm. You're still going to see people go unbroken. But I think they need that yeah. it's not going to be quite as fast on the dumbbell. So there's going to be some better quality reps. It might be. Because this is a workout that you can no, almost see in the open, right? If you replace the run mm -hmm. with a row or something, like this is like an open yeah. style yeah. workout, like time domain, weight wise, like bar muscle ups are in there. I don't think anybody broke oh, bar not. muscle ups. Um, not, not of the top finishers. Do you think that they measured in meters for the 400? Oh, yeah, they're like, one, they're like 110. Well, they did yards for the 5K, so. So they just kept the wheel yeah. the same thing. Because they were well, like, the thing is, a little we're fast. talking about the ski bag where it came like, like, in like, there's like 70 somethings. Yele Hosta would get in first on the mm. run from Patrick Vellner. That's, yeah. that's, that's, uh, but his uh, cycle speed on the bar muscles is slower. He's just so longer, and then his dumbbell snatches is slower. So every time Vellner would finish the round quicker, but Yele would be faster on the run. It's like, That's where stuff like this plays a factor too. Yeah. Because he they were seven seconds, I think, apart of each other, but that seven seconds is seven spots. So eight spots, yeah. Eight spots is seven seconds. So it's like it's a it's it, this is where yeah, those fast workouts. It's that's why it's kind of cool where it was, mm -hmm. you know, seven right spots before the cuts, because like eight spots. How wow. how bad do you really want it? Because you really gotta push it on this because every second does matter. Yeah. Yeah, like our guy Ant Haynes right here got a bad feeling. I, I, I thought it would be a little gimmicky running out cut. and coming back in the Coliseum, um, but that was pretty cool. Actually. Yeah, you're right. Like, so. Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun workout to watch. I enjoyed. I I enjoyed it. Oh. Got that drone footage. <laughs> Looking sharp. Anybody at the bottom here? This is, yeah, your guy. Yeah, John, you were feeling good after day one. Your boy, Moritz Feedbig. Feedbig. Yeah. yeah, dude, he started strong and then just he was crushing. tailed off. Who was in the. I mean, um, he was, he's very much a, a home run kind mm -hmm. of athlete. Like, he's not going to do well on every event, but he can have a few that do really well. And programming was kind to him at the beginning. Um, and sorry. Okay. He was like a third, wasn't he? Yeah. I'm proud of him, either way. <laughs> He's on the team. He will remain that way. Keep him for next year. And yeah, again, oh, yeah. this is a Medeiros one, too. This is, I, I was looking at this one, too. I was like, I actually picked him because in that, whatever that app was, I picked him to win this event. And I was like, what's stopping him? Like, let's see what he, let's see where he yeah, was. Like, like, what's going to happen here? The three previous events, he went yeah. second, seventh, <laughs> I was and wrong. third. So if like he had it, just this seems like anything that came down to say he gets another top ten, like that willingness to go to that place, just wasn't. But wasn't trying to do it. I mean, yeah, it just comes down. To, it comes down to how fast you are, honestly, because like, right, like twelve muscles. Should this be a not a good event for? I mean, that, that's he doesn't really have bad events in the past. Everyone. This seems like one that should be just for fun, that's right? Like, why would he do bad at this? For everyone, but like, it really comes down to how fast you can it's run. It's not slow, right? Try. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back for the five K too. Jacob, you giving people work yeah. on this one? Were you out there like were you, were you like, let me get out there on this one here? I mean, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, you'd be, I really that's, it's, that's it's coming hard, up I mean, next. It's basically, yeah, it's um, hard to say it's not in anyone's this is house. really if when Adler If they're not a runner, then you're like, oh, it's not, it's not in the wheelhouse. Right. Because the like, run is something that might so not necessarily have been in his wheelhouse before. 36 bar muscle ups and Would you say that's correct? 63 snatches. Maybe. Yeah. Like John, John could have won this workout, you know? Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Like anybody could have won this workout, it seems like. This is on the bar muscle ups are easy. Get out there and run. This is where yeah. I where this is the first time I noticed Ariel Lowen in the competition, like really pushing it and being assertive. No, I, think she was I mean she I mean she was second it. in the pig chipper, obviously, but she seems just kinda like be under the radar but in this one i was like oh okay like she's yeah she's here to compete she she really is and so she ended, i mean she ended up fourth jamie simmons i think she went out of the slower heat i don't think she was in the first heat at, or the last heat at this point yeah i know i was looking i was like because she was on my team i drafted her like last Desperate for and i was like i got this and then she ended up getting hurt in the next uh later that on the next day, because she was well, looking, see, like, she was like going to be another one like Laura fifteenth place into just comes sixth, down seventh eighth the run really I don't think she's a great so, runner. Um, and Emma Carey too, she was also in a. Uh, but the one that did surprise heat. me was Catherine. But yeah, Davis these three Alexis the Rathis, Ariel, and, and Emma were battling. Yeah, between four between. In, in a bad way, like, I would assume that like you know she's always been known to like just kind of put your head down and work, kind of what I call like the sled dog. Like, I yeah. think like this is the yeah. one where it's like classic CrossFit. She's like would go full send yeah. and probably ten, like around 10th or maybe closer than top 10. In a 10, good but... or bad way. Oh, Cash and Slander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There will be no catcher and slander. Mm. She was big, big on big on my team. Seventh place overall. Are you kidding me? She's now my favorite doter. I will say I, I was impressed overall with Katrin across the weekend. Like her previous couple of seasons, you know, she missed out on the game. She mm-hmm. had like underwhelming performances. And I know she switched to working at Hard Work Pays Off. But as we saw from this year, those athletes didn't do great this year. Um, and I want to talk about this because now hmm. Hopper doesn't make the yeah. cut. I don't think I saw uh, Amanda Barnhart on any of the footage like anywhere. Mm-hmm. It seemed mm-hmm. like Katrin was really the but like only the, the, big, the big the big one would have been Mal this year. Like that's when two, really her expectations are above her expectations. The other who else is it? Sam Quant, yeah, who was yeah. fourth last year, finishing fifteenth or sixteenth yeah. this year. He's with. Is she on HLPO? No, he's with the. Uh, I mean, Knifer, Adam Knifer up at no. Fort Vancouver. But if you can't even, if you're not even at the competition, right. like you, you, that, has, that has to count. Who is Maderos with now? Is he still with HWPO? Yeah. 
Streak. What's his name? Streaker. Knifer. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, you can take like a training camp, like HWPO, mm-hmm. um, and look at the results of the athletes and be like, Oh, this is, you know, they didn't perform that well at the games. And there's certainly aspects of, yeah, it could be the, the way they were training was not ideally suited to the workouts that came out. Could be that they didn't train as well as the other training camps did, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is it's such a small sample size to look at um, where individual athletes' strengths and weaknesses play such a big part. And it kind of doesn't matter what training camp they're a part of. And it, it, I'm not saying it doesn't matter completely, but there's an element of they could be at any training camp and they would have still finished in the same, you know, plus minus five positions that they did. Hmm. I wonder if there's some sort of through line with this style or with the way that this was programmed versus previous years that could prove that, that it was like, okay, like Hopper and Quant have similarities in these style of workouts. Like if you can put them in buckets somehow, that could kind of explain this mm-hmm. away. Yeah. But yeah, it's not, but- do you think, uh, do you think Ben Bergeron was kind of like pumped up about it? And he was like, like nice. Well, I don't, I don't want to talk badly about Bergeron, but I've always had the opinion that he's never taken someone from being good to being great. Hmm. Um, people went to work with him when they were already really, really good level athletes or games level athletes. Um, you know, like when Catherine started working with him, it wasn't that she was just like nobody and then won the games. She was already up there. Um, and you know, from a coaching standpoint, if Katrin had come to me and started working with me, you know, I would be confident that she would still finish in that same area. She'd still be winning. She'd be like, she'd nine in a row. Seven time repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you know, any, a coach working with an already talented athlete, you know, most good coaches are going to be able to keep them at that level. Right, um, And it's maybe he didn't get the opportunity to work with someone who he could really influence and help them realize their potential. Um, but yeah, I, I, when I look at coaches and I look at training camps and things, I look at more what progress have people made since they moved there. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like with, if going from comp train to HBPO is like, this is a, a regression at this point. And like, but Matt Fraser, in terms of where he is as a coach, he's brand new. He's literally mm. a brand new coach, right? Like an all-time athlete for sure. But there's definitely going to be I don't, like, I don't think like he's like might be last year. Like random on all these accounts. It might not have anything to do with the prep, but he's a brand new coach, right? Yeah. Preparing people for the game. He's only done one other time outside of this. And same thing. He took someone who got third at the games took him to second, right? Was that what Mal's progression was? Yeah. Right. Uh, wait, was she third? Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, 21? But, I mean, one thing that I think is worth worth kind of considering with that um, is, you know, taking, like, what Matt Frazier is in terms of his coaching experience. Obviously, a lot of his competing experience carries over but then also he's working with a lot of other coaches within that realm you know in the same way that you know you came on and worked with the team on the running side of things this year 
um, you know, HWPO, they have a weightlifting coach, they have a strongman yeah. coach, they right. have a running coach, Me. they have all these people in place. And it's not like matter, it's though. 100% on Matt to deliver that. It's he has hired experts into all these different areas. And I, he relies I, on I, them I, I to deliver this was a top in these five specific years parts for, of the training. For, uh, hmm. Right, that's a good point. That's a good point. But at this point, Hopper's out. Huge blow. Who had Hopper? <laughs> Tough. Didn't even matter. Didn't know for sure. Was, it was a 31st finish. Yeah, that was you picked him early. We were thinking top five for him. He, he was a podium pick on a lot of people. Not good either. It wasn't I mean, a bad pick. Would, outside of the Madero's pick at number three, which no one really saw coming, Hopper all, was probably you know, the it, worst pick of the draft. It all yeah, comes from that heart. In terms of not which pick he was to where he finished. Not definitely. <laughs> Looking at it now, yes, that is the case. And your next pick, your next guy around too, Jacob Samuel yeah, Cornuoye. Cornuoye. <laughs> also not great. But Jacob had the best late round picks that just. Oh, the Chandler, through, it's so. a Chandler Smith pick. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Chandler pick, Jay Crouch. Yeah. Jay Crouch. Yoni Koski. Like he had he had his good late round picks that won it for him. But yeah. Yeah. he didn't pick Adler, I think is the key point. Coop had Jay Crouch in as a wild card, which was Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, great. But yeah, but I his mean, women, Magala wrapped this low in that's what did it. Those are like picks yeah. well into it. The area low and pick yeah. killed us. Let's move on to the cross country 2.81. Two point, wait, 4.6, I believe was, it was. No. The 5,000 yard. Yeah. Your boy, yeah. Yellow Host, it took it down. Yeah. You did. So you guys were in the exact same course, right? And going into it, we, we yeah. knew it was going to be short just from the age groupers and they just, they just didn't change it, which like from an outcome standpoint, I don't think it matters no, he knows. one bit, he knows. you know, and when we covered this and it's just like, yeah, I mean, the race was the race. No. This was one they should have done. There's and that's like what three that's laps what for time. Do. It's going to be roughly a 5k just, and just like stayed away from the standardization of time on the, of distance on this. No, but they probably, they probably because paid. Like, but Chris Hinshaw to say that thing on a race broadcast. It's like, now it's like, oh yeah, yeah they they is, it. can this say he's a 1639 5k guy. And it's like, he knows, but like casual fans won't know in like two years. I'm like, man, remember Yellow Hosa, 1630? I know. Did they even address this? Did CrossFit come out and be like, hey, 5,000 yards, not the same as 5,000 meters. We learned that. I had a, I have a question. They rolled it three times, and Hinshaw should know. Hinshaw should be like post race. Ah, it says they came stuff, through in, or is he's not like five ten? Tracking me like, oh, I'm doesn't I need quite to look down. like a five ten to me. But like, he's like, no, these guys for the heart rate as impressive as can be. <laughs> I think, um, but this is, again, this is Adler it was like, man, he was wearing the heart rate monitor, dude. He was out there looking like a yeah. endurance athlete. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think he is. I think that is what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I think he, yeah. I think he's I've like, if I hold, I know I can hold go. 170 beats per minute for at least yeah. this long, like based off of like the zones that like mm. 
if he's using it enough or like looking at it enough. Well, the thing is, like, Yellow most likely he had a heart rate thing on too, but it's under his jersey. But you could just tell his RP was high the whole time. Like, he was working. Endurance athlete out there, heart rate strap, whole deal. Right. And it's like essentially the same. Like, you can feel the wet. You don't need to look at it to feel it, but you can tell he's when. Not right now. Maybe Maybe back in the day. Yeah, that is actually funny because one of my fam, like my my family friends, was he? He's uh, want to win that. He just how broke, much money like, do you win high for record, a win? Three um, grand still at thirteen yep. thirty seven for the five k. Jacob, you give yeah. Yellow Hosta your boy. You give him work on this one too. Uh, his name's Hunter Burns. He's going to uh, Connor Burns. Maybe, he's going to Oregon. Wait, maybe he's a, maybe way back he's two a weeks senior. Ago. Yeah. He's from like twenty miles north of here. Thirteen thirty-seven. That's insane. What you know? You, what's his name? <laughs> he did it in the Midwest. He actually did it in California. He didn't do it here, but he's from the Midwest. Wow, that's insane. I saw that. I saw that record to get broken. I mean, it's not. It's not. But. That's why out he there went, running them roads. This is, he went them to Central California. Missouri roads. Showed out. That's insane for a high school kid. He ran that in the South as well. Yeah, he. The thing <laughs> is, he he like ran like a race. Okay. I, 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 don't, I was going to say, I know like Missouri. Like, I don't know if it was Lazar, but he passed so. some. I think it was Lazar. He passed someone in like the last 200 yeah, meters. Yeah, that's why I was impressed. But yeah. Like he wanted to get that. Mm. People were pretty impressed with Roman on this one. Mm-hmm. It was... Yeah, it must have been Lazar. Yeah, he was a significant distance back until like the last three, four hundred, and then he just went out. See, I think I don't know if this is like a, a good thing for him that he had that he's wired that way yeah. right now. That like I, he tries I mean, so I wonder, hard. I wonder if he was pacing based off of it being a five k, like in terms of when he was looking at his numbers and he's like looking at his watch mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, this is the pace I should be running, Uh-oh. and then he gets to like that final 400 and he realizes, yeah. well, I feel great likely because it's shorter. And then he just sets off. I don't know. I don't, just a theory. Could definitely be that way, but like just the way that how, cause the, the next workout, he actually screws up. Like this is where he starts making mistakes. Right. Like that interval piece, mm. not to say like kicking for four mm-hmm. hundreds, going to like make your brain explode, mm-hmm. but he, he just does. He just cares so much about every place and every single workout or was it 30 where you know like where when when matt fraser and 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 rich running had this as well i think madaris also had this they kind of but they would game it within each workout so like fourth and third from where i'm at right now it's not that that makes the point differential four. and for roman in this spot like right it wouldn't have been that big of a deal yeah i don't know i i don't know if that's a good thing that he has right now maybe he just That crushed. he was up by? Crushed it. She uh, crushed this was it. still 30. This is 30. This is the first workout after the cuts. Yeah. 
Okay. The aerial, right. the aerial he was, wasn't he about like replacement. Sneaks up. Oh right, yeah. Uh, on the women's end is Emily Rolfe. No, no doubt about it. Wire to wire, kicking butt. Get her in a high rocks. Yeah. And Katrin too. Look at Katrin out there. Yeah. Again, impressed with Katrin. I mean, she's she's. Yeah. What are you saying about Katrin, John? Uh, you know, Katrin's like mm. running stuff um, in previous years has been like, I've always felt it's been good, not great. Um, but she, yeah, she just seemed to kick it up a level this year. Like was whether she, it's she, something that she's been wait, particularly wait, focused on, whether it's something that's never really been tested for her. Like as much as she ran, like to see. 3k um, and then and he's like all right yeah turn i mean you look at that again. i'm just pulling up now like the last yeah. running event where it was just running i'm pretty sure was she like 550 was last on the first part 2011 but then like came back uh, on the second 2021 one. I don't sorry know. a 550 yard sprint i don't uh, think so don't yeah think because so. but but, after, no. but but when they got down like they Did thought it was the assumed finish line she was in fifth the 5k into a 10k yeah, yeah. and then i'm pretty sure she, she was not because at that point it's like if she was in in, in in fifth it's like why would we even try hard and then she had so much energy at the end it's like now so let's that go. was uh she took the win oh no okay. you're right she was she, she won was. the she run she won the ranch loop Mm -hmm. yeah it's awesome yeah it's interesting i actually i honestly i didn't think she yeah. was at the ranch that year so. i didn't either i don't remember her being there yeah i remember being like carrie pierce and she finished second like i don't know how i missed this <laughs> she finished second at the ranch <laughs> that year is just crazy like, that's that's not in the brain anymore i i admire her yes, for, yeah. for being at the, the absolute pinnacle mm -hmm. several years ago and continuously grinding and like she finishes seventh this year and we're all like Wow, that's amazing, yeah. right? She and she and she Sorry. pushes and say, tries so hard. It's interesting all the because time. Like, with this, she's a, she's a really inspiring athlete. And with the cuts, that way. Um, mm -hmm. Kelly Baker got a an and eighth on this. Yeah. So Emma Lawson's wearing the jersey. Oh, what is at this? Point. Yeah, she would have been cut. Oh, Correct. Um, but so finishing seventh because at Ellie Turner K, it's dropped great. out. It's a good spot. She was in thirty first, so now she got to get the cut. Um, and into backfill. Go ahead. So the first event of the day, she gets an eighth place. And then I think at the end of the day, she worked her way up to like 20th. So she, like, yeah. Two. Yeah. Yes. And that's where it's like crazy that these cuts happen, but then you have someone like Kelly Baker. 21st. She, well, she should have been cut. Because, yeah, because she got cut. According to the standards. But then it was also. Back and then works she almost way up, not a 10 spot. Next cut. And then like, I think it was Jamie Simmons was injured the next yes. day. And yeah. she was very close to yeah, getting like that backfill cut spot again. Uh, but the, but do you even think like Boz sees that? And he's like, oh, man, we shouldn't do mm -hmm. the cuts. 
Yeah. Right. And who knows and, how she does in those last three workouts of the last day. Maybe she ends up like 16th. Yeah. It's the clearest like thing of why there shouldn't yeah. be cuts or at least the danger of having them without having tested everything, you know? I think yeah. so. Here's here's the issue I see is I feel like you have to do cuts mm -hmm. because there are certain workouts. There's timing where if you're trying to show everyone, it just doesn't work. Um, but say. I think it's dangerous. I think you have to have tested yeah. across a multitude of things before the cut to make it okay. And on the team side, we saw that was definitely not the case. You know. Um, on the individual side, I yeah, think Jake it Douglas. was slightly more balanced. I'm just pulling up the whole set of testing, but it was slightly more balanced, but there hadn't been a max strength. There hadn't been the cross country, right? Mm. Um, which, you know, if you're, if you're an athlete and you're looking at two things and you're like, well, I know I can crush that 5k, but I'm not going to get to do it. Or I know I can, you know, we look at, um, Jake Douglas. Yeah. Right. You know? He's a guy who everyone was looking forward to doing the max lift because he was likely going to, you know, outlift Jack Farlow overall. Um, yeah. But we didn't get to see him because he was cut. And not to say he deserved to make that, you know, he was, he was 38. bottom for, from, yeah. he had one good finish and that was on the uh, ski. The ski squat. peg. Yeah. Right. He finished 10th. Everything like, else, he was bottom three. Or right. Sorry, bottom five. So should so should um, that guy come up and displace people? Like, say, uh, it's an event that Adler does win, and then Jake Douglas is second, where he, like, really doesn't play any bearing in this result right. at the end at well, all, that, you know? That's the other thing. It's like, you know, when we look at separation between athletes, um, these lower-level athletes who get cut at the beginning – well, maybe they're going to come in between the higher level athletes on a certain workout and create more of a gap. Yeah. Um, and that's where, you know, those, the smaller margins at the beginning count for more than smaller margins at the end sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know that there's a perfect system to this. I don't know that you can really do anything to negate this, but it does, it does create a situation where it's not necessarily an even test across the week. No, it's just not, it's not right. It's not right for in, in terms of sport, you know, like what, like in, it doesn't line up with traditional sports in, in almost any way. And it makes it, which I don't think is good for the sport as a whole to like, kind of have this like weird wrinkle. It's like, it's not exactly like prelims, you know, because it's not the full test. It's more like if and during like a decathlon or something like that, you cut people out of these events and don't let them do like the last two or three. And it's like, well, the full event is decathlon. They just have seven events. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense on the sports, the sports side of things. And it doesn't seem like it's I mean, made for sport decisions. Have you seen the, the track event where it's like the mile, but the, the bottom person gets dropped after each lap? Oh yeah. Like um, a devil pick the high know, most. And, it, and it's interesting. Um, it's interesting to watch from a spectator standpoint, but it's a completely different race to just a one mile race. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going slow through the start and then that kind of 200 meters on the lap, they start to ramp it up a little bit. Last hundred is a sprint. As soon as they cross that line, everyone just slows way back down, yeah. kind of steady pace of 200. Then the it picks up. It has like cuts 
And it's interesting, season, it's but for you're not getting like, the best get Royal runner, runner winning that race. Right, right. right. That's why that's, that, that wouldn't be the way yeah. they, they would do like and the Olympics. So it's like, <laughs> right. right, I see that. It just doesn't, oh, it doesn't line up. Like, yeah, it's interesting. Not doing and well, I guess it's a talking point. We're talking about it now. And it's like something to talk about during the broadcast. But it's not good for the sport, in my opinion. Yeah, I had a Obligated conversation with someone. Like, isn't like they like assume that if you qualify for the games, like because they assume because they see like we get all this clothing and stuff like that. Like oh, like they pay for you guys to get there and all the housing. I'm like, yeah, freaking right. Like no, right. that is the you did all this. You paid your way to get so there. Like it's not like they're paying thousands of dollars to come. I don't know. There's be, a whole reason, a whole bunch of reasons why it shouldn't be that for way. For most people who are traveling across the world, like Jake Douglas from Australia, like this is a lot of time and commitment to just get to the games and then you only get to do six events. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. That's, I don't know. And ideally you would pay off in, in different ways, right? Like you might get some brand deals mm-hmm. here, there, you get more exposure. We should. It's on the individual side. Or, but yeah, for the most part, you could have just bought all that. that well, Noble I, gear. I haven't received an email or anything, <laughs> but. That same deal. How do the team, yeah. what are the team prizes? I'm actually not sure. And I think the winning team got like 100K, I think. Okay. Um, that'd be, that'd it, be not it bad. It drops off pretty quickly from the top team, but I. Did, did honestly, you guys I, win any money? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what it is, but I think you're in it for the love. It's great. Well, yeah. it, it does take like four or five months for them to actually send out any. any oh, he crushed, crushed that. But the, uh, crushed it. One of the uh, the company Spartan Race, <clears throat> they they will legitimately take eight to nine months to get to get money to yeah. where it's going. They always end up paying up, mm-hmm. but it'll be like the kind of wait to see how things are shaken out by the end of the year. It's like, do we have this money to give to to these people that we promised? Like, money to? like that, like he really um, did crush people. Like right, 30 intervals. seconds. Pat Vellner's almost, like, hey, I'm still here. You know, don't work out like don't that. forget about your guy. That's a lot of time. Yeah. Don't forget about That's your guy. Impressive performance. Sure. It's it's great when he does well. He's just like he's a bit of a showman. You know him. You know, like you know, no. like you know the story behind him. Yeah, so he does well. It's like really fun to to root for him. And I sh- I shit the bed with Roman. Okay. I like this workout. We'll, we'll say watching this one live. I called basically the like, top three. No, not baby. Like three of the top four. I called Koski to win his heat, and then I called Velna to win and BKG to be close. Really? Why wouldn't Roman oh, yeah. win this one too? This is another one. Like, why didn't he? Win? Like, his brain malfunctioned. But like, so he got one no rep, which shouldn't. Well, okay, he got he made to do one extra Roman. rep on the very first set. Um, and then there's a it, thing where like, well, here's the thing. I I don't believe he got no rep. I think the judge miscounted and tried to make him do one more, which threw him off. And, but then it was, it was it was not a case of him being behind and couldn't catch up. I think could just rattled him because he made a mistake on the next the transition after that. He transitioned. He win the games and so he had to throw yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I'm good with this. I'm going there. 
Yeah. And then at 150 meters. Yeah. Or he threw it. I would love to get out, get these betting odds yeah, out I mean, there. That that hypothesis has only just been presented by Jacob and has never been mentioned before. He's like, but I got, it. I'll break my foot, Missouri, and then I'll win all this money on the on the Missouri, the black market. I mean, here. the difference between but first and like second cool place, like, or first and third you, place, that was at the game, kind of like um, is really see how well someone some knows significant money to make up that difference. It's a big drop because the, if the, you the go a little market too of, deep of gambling for CrossFit, it's huge. Like racing someone it is. It huge is. out there, in, and you in, screw in and you like really kind of implode on that second set. You you might as well not even a workout because you're going to tank. Yeah, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, Annie, the uh, the heat with Annie, she crushed the first one. But then the second one, people caught her pretty well. Even though she got seventh, but like she could. That was interesting about that. Like her first time would have been like a top. I just figured whoever got done first on the first one would get done first on the second part because it's literally the same thing. But it wasn't like that at all. She made one just like some big shakeups. Five seconds faster is like still a lot on something like this. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, is in that mix. Yeah. Where did it? Where did it? Where did it go wrong for Annie? Finishing thirteenth. Again, I think this is a John pick. Definitely yeah. could have been on the podium. Like, like there's no doubt about it. Like, I think I took Katrin before Annie. Maybe no, no, no. I wouldn't have done that. But I remember no. thinking, like, man, I wish I had Annie instead of Katrin. I don't now. Catherine's the one, but um, I, yeah, mean, like, I, I mean, like she just never had any big home runs. So, and I only compare the two because I picked them back to back in the draft on my on the snake round. For me, it was they were my second and third picks was Daniel Brannon and Annie. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think either of them mm-hmm. did anything wrong. Um, they didn't have like these super bad yeah. workouts. It was just neither of them performed as they have in the past um whether it was the workouts yeah. didn't quite suit them as much whether they were just a little bit off the pace you know it's there's nothing that you look at and say oh they this workout they screwed up completely and that's why they finished where they did it's like no they did pretty decent across the board they were just a little off the pace on everything yeah really and it was really just between 7th and 15th for basically all of them outside yep. of the 5k which yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe she just doesn't have that home run power anymore. anymore. Yeah, and it, like I say, can be, it can be a number of things that affect game day performance. You know, you look, maybe she was sick in the week leading up to the games, and she just didn't have that extra kick that she might normally do. For maybe sure. she's just off the pace a little bit, and she's on a decline because she's been yeah. competing for you know fourteen years, and Since it's just the struggling to maintain. So there's so many small things that can affect it. it. Because the reality is you look at a performance from Annie from this year and it's just a solid performance, but 
it's small margins across the board that mm. separate her from being a top five athlete to being 13th this year. For sure. For sure. Are we thinking Emma Lawson's winning at this point? Are we like, just got it in the bag? Yeah. I mean, when she won that event, it was definitely first, first. It was definitely possible. But you also knew with the lifting event coming yeah. up that night. Um, and traditionally, Laura is great on the final day, whether it's the type of workouts they program or whether it's just her ability when she's done a few days of tough workouts. I don't know, but last year she did it. This year she did it again. What did she get on the last day? She got close. First, first and fourth on the last day. And she got first on the lifting event. So, you know, going into that, Lawson had a decent lead, but you also knew that Laura was close enough that unless Emma was just crushing the last day, Laura was going to be in the mix. Because Emma goes into the final day. I mean, the the Olympic yeah. total. This is the only event I missed. This was I was go, I was I was in Minneapolis going to a wedding, and the full time brought my wife as a friend of mine who's getting married. All day, every day on this trip, I was just watching CrossFit. Yeah. Nothing else. That's what I was doing. So I stopped watching CrossFit mm-hmm. for like freaking two and a half hours. So I yeah, missed the Olympic eight. total. And this was one that was on ESPN two on ESPN plus mm-hmm. two. I think yeah, I canceled sure. my I think I canceled my subscription. I must remind myself. I do not want that anymore. Um mm-hmm. but this is the only one I really missed. And but watching seeing Laura, I mean, I figured Chris and Coleman was gonna win this one. But Laura outlifted her by a lot. Mm-hmm. Did she just have Sick. swag out there? Was it like, oh man, mm-hmm. this is it for Laura? Because Laura does have some swag on the on the course when things are going on the on the plane. What do, what do we call it? Competition floor when she's doing well. Like you could tell she gets like kind of feeling herself and, yeah. and rolling. Was it like that during the Olympic total? Yeah, I mean, she was obviously she was she th- second going into this or third? I forget. Second. So, you know, she was second last to lift, so she can see what everyone else is lifting. Hmm. Um, and that's definitely an advantage for the way this workout's set up because you're like, you're watching what opponents are doing. You're, you know, okay, I can see I, if I go just like three pounds heavier, I'm going to get ahead of this person, et cetera. Um, but hmm. ultimately for Laura on that, yeah, I mean, she's just looking at the, the numbers she put up, it was no one was getting close to her. I, I'm not sure what, Christine Colenbrander did for her lifts. I have a feeling she yeah. missed her second clean and jerk, I think. Mm. I, I forget which one it was, um, but she missed one that would have taken her much closer to Laura in terms of finishing weight. Um, yeah, you know, the I mean, nature of doing just two going lifts into the games, kind of one. I hadn't been lifting. You miss one of those, I and it's it can be a my wrist before semis. Jacob, so I knew it was just two lifts. Anyway. Did the pressure feel and I was just heavy, or was it like I'm just going to be conservative right up front and just no, or are you just conservative I mean, on both I, lifts? Not. In a good oh, you missed spot. your second lift, like, right? Holy shit, this is not going well. When I was just praying, I was like, hopefully this feels really good out on the competition floor. But no, I definitely like took my numbers down just a little bit because the goal was to make all four lifts, obviously, then then try to like take a risk. Um, and so, yeah, for two lifts, you have to choose a weight that you can hit, like confidently, but it can't be like too light. Where like you you have to be able to like make a good jump, but like still feel like it's not a huge 
jumping like, oh, this is like scary. Um, so it is kind of like you don't really get to see an athlete's true potential because you it is a game. Two lifts is not a lot. And if you miss one, then the psyche is like, oh, shit, I have one lit. This is it. Make or break. And it's not a good situation to be in. But I feel like they have the time to do three. And I think if you want to, you know, have that Venn diagram and be able to say, you know, if they're going to cut, if they're going to cut short on the distance for a 5K and be like, CrossFitters are running this fast, 5Ks, and then you're going to put up an Olympic, Olympic weightlifting total you and you skirt them one lift. Yeah, let let, 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 let them represent CrossFit mm-hmm. and, and say, like, say, I feel like if Jack Farlow had one more, I think he'd put up like 405, and then you're like, oh, this is like, and so CrossFitters can clean your 405. And then he ran a 18-something or I don't know. Actually, I've heard a funny story that his, uh, his girlfriend yeah, give passed. Give him more. Give him four. Like five they were lifts. racing each other, basically. Let's see what they got. And, uh, but, I mean, yeah, two lifts. Sure. You kind of you're kind of taking, you know, the ball out of their hands to like really showcase what people have been working on. Because to lift in those settings, to go from – the warm-up area and get corralled and then go out like it is time where you just like aren't really doing anything and then you have to like, yeah. go Not really. and hit a lift which like it's just a different setting i know everyone has to do it so everyone's at a level playing field but it is it's it's scary with just two lifts so you have to really make sure you know what lifts you want to hit and go for it so Oh man, it's sad. And that was the interesting thing comparing teams to individuals there. Like for the team, it was, yeah, despite Jacob missing lifts in the warm up area, no. that were like, I mean, I okay, so Jacob had possibly the worst run into the games from a lifting like, oh my gosh, of what gonna, he was able to I'm going to pull a Jason. Like, I'm gonna not from his lifting, Jason. but just, you know, his wrist injury the wrist thing, yeah. for so long. Um, and then to go into the warm-up area and to see him missing a bunch. Now, I had full confidence he was still going to hit lifts when he got out there. Actually, full, like saying it now, yes. like in the moment, full no, no, confidence? No, no. I had confidence. I had confidence. <laughs> like, I, bu- I believe. <laughs> <laughs> but like I I know Jacob well enough and I know that he wouldn't he'd have either gone lighter than he needed to just to get numbers on the board or he was going to nail those lifts and dog. as a team we hit 15 out of 16 lifts which mm-hmm. you know looking at it from a numbers perspective I think we worked out if he'd have hit his second lift it would have moved us up one place like it was not a big thing right. um, but for him to hit his second mm-hmm. snatch which that was the only one I was worried about. Um, just and you know, based on his max and everything like that, it, it should have been a routine lift. But based on so was- what he'd been able to do pre games from a, like the amount of time he'd spent lifting, it was not a sure thing. Um, and him hitting that compared to his first lift, that was about six places difference yeah. for us. Hmm. So him missing a second lift cost us very little. His him hitting a second snatch 
made sure that we got a much better finish than we could have done. So John's, John's confident uh, going in, through Jacob. Going into that event as a team, we knew, hey, hitting all <laughs> our lifts is going to be the most important thing. And it will get us ahead of teams who, on, in theory, could be stronger than us. Um, we're not taking any risks. We're playing it somewhat safe. And it's like, yeah, could the girls have each snatched five or 10 pounds more? Could they have clean and jerked five or 10 pounds more each? Probably. Could mm-hmm. Coop have hit more on his lifts? Probably. Could Jacob have hit more on his? No, he nailed it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there was definitely, if if we'd have yeah. had three lifts, everyone would have hit more. But relative to other teams, we played Which is interesting because on teams we were On the individual side, you saw a different change thing where they were very much which watching what other people did around them. Mm. And you'd see them making these like three or four pound jumps, which on the team side, it was everyone. But it's like if you're not allowed to individual, and I think on most teams, the teams, they knew so. their numbers. They just went out there and did their numbers. On the individual side, it was yeah. very much, oh, he just hit, you know, yeah. he snatched 275. I'm going to do 278. Yeah. Oh, that is weird. That'd be like the one half kilo or something like that, half pound plate. Yeah, they're obviously in the arena. Just like put them out there. Mm. And then um, it was interesting on the like on the men's side, yeah, you see the difference it. between like Jack Farlow down to Bronislav, and then the drop off after Huge that. Huge Just everyone bunched together after that. And Farlow and Bronislav didn't make the cut. They probably and they obviously weren't going to make the cut if they, they were first and second. They could just let it fly. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, they didn't make the final day. Yeah. So moving into muscle logs. This was the beginning of the end mm. for our guy Roman. This is where he like really was like, I'm cashing in this ticket. It's happening. Crazy. But yeah. this was, and you know, for an event, his rub going into the games, right, is uh, high volume muscle ups. So this was like an event that could potentially been just where you had to play it safe mm. or just kind of mitigate damage. Ended up fourth anyway, but in that process, Landed on a sandbag going over the logs mm. and broke his foot. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like unprecedented stuff in that from that respect. But no. as we mentioned, did we mention that before? We've been talking for a long time. Adler, because he beat him in the muscle log, past Roman in the in this like he was going to be wearing the leader jersey into parallel bar pull up or whatever, parallel bar pull. Yeah. No matter what. Could Roman right. have so, made a comeback? Like, yes. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, he did not lose because of the foot. Yeah, so so Adler was ahead. And like, Roman getting injured on that event, like, it was the very last thing of the event. He just had to cross the finish line. Right. Um. So it wasn't like him doing that in the event slowed him down for that event. He still finished, like, you know, where he was supposed to. Exactly. On that event. Um, and then, yeah. Who knows how it would have played out um, for the for the final two events? I think, yeah, you know, Adler being in the lead, maybe that makes Roman work harder and he does better. Maybe he loses confidence and he doesn't do as well. It's yeah, you know, there's no way of knowing it. I heard a rumor, Um, but it's. I think Adler is always going to be. Well, they said that 
it they is, think Bukowski Tyson is going to be slightly sandbagged by, by last by workout, so Roman could still be on the podium. I know that's unfortunate because it's not the it's not necessarily the case, right? No, no. <laughs> I mentioned Roman trying yeah. harder because he's being done. I can't imagine. I don't even know what that could possibly look like. That guy trying harder. Yeah. Let's hear it. He put the sandbag under Roman's foot. He got to the, he oh, got no, to the no. bar like oh, pretty no, no, no. early at that last bar. So, no, he was ahead I think so. In theory, in he broke in theory if Brent had finished, yeah. I forget how many places higher it was, maybe four or five places higher on the final event, he'd have taken third. Yes. Um, and all the way through that event, it looked like he was kind of just not trying as hard as he could. That's listen, what do you guys listen think? To his, listen to the interview. Listen to his interview after he won parallel bar. Yeah. His lunges weren't good. Coop, you're back. I, I he would say we feel bad. Like knowing this guy deserves the kind of person the Kelsey podium. is, I could believe blah, blah, blah. that he and then try the last workout. Last because John had, didn't you have it mapped and out? I, like, I, yeah, Coop, if you're in that if he situation, got 20th on, but these last events, the worst you can get was seven. Yeah, but Coop's not as nice as Bukowski. He is Canadian. He's a very nice person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got no, Rome. No, no, yeah, but like depending on other people. Uh, yes, yeah. and that was in like the perfect scenario of like you know whoever was in seventh finishes the event first and sixth second. You know, um, but the worst he could have done was seventh. Um, Who's that, Fikowski? But uh, Roman. How, so, how do you wait? What do you mean? Because he got he did as bad as he could have done. He got yeah, but oh, I see, I see. If everyone did as well as they could possibly do, he could have. Okay, I see, yeah. I see. Um, so I don't know. I think if Fikowski is one of the few people that I would have said, yes, he would throw that work out so that Roman stays on the podium. You know, I mean, if there is a person that could do it, like it would be a Fikowski or Velner type, someone who's been there before, like the, um, the monetary value of course, it would be nice from one place to another, but like the exposure piece, he's, he, like maybe I don't like, I don't know from a competitor standpoint, I don't like it. But uh, yeah, never gonna happen. I, I, I think seem doing it for like Velner, someone he's friends with, but I, I have a hard time mm. believing he'd do it for Roman. I think the opportunity for an all Canadian podium, um, right? Yeah, that's much likely. Oh, shut your mouth! But yeah, John, know. if it was gonna I, be an all England podium and it was up to you, you giving it up? Are we, I'm confused on the premise. <laughs> Then we don't need to go any further into it. Then, no. If it if it was a potential for yeah. an all, all British podium, then by that stage I'd have already accepted an offer to go on uh, Gladiators, and it wouldn't be that. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> uh, anything interesting happened on the women's end here? I mean, this is just where Laura Hobath is like, "Hey, there's a drama." Yeah, I'm the one. On. I would say I was impressed um, with Laura winning. She would have done so much the, better in the. The workout. Not that she's particularly bad at muscle ups, but also they like she won by a decent amount, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, 18 seconds. Yeah, under, under time under 10 minute workout. There was a big drop off from second to third. Yeah. Who's very um, impressive, man. Her upper body strength is just crazy. Dude, that was the oh, that was amazing. Ridiculous. I'm glad you brought that up. That's like yeah. the like this this podcast is called Race Brain, right? It's like in the in the heat of things, you you like lose your all thoughts. Yeah. Like thoughts don't make sense the way that they do in the real world when you're in this point of exhaustion. And her taking off her other shoe <laughs> and trying to push yeah. the sled was just like, oh my god, that is like some yeah. of the craziest race brain I've ever seen. And the yeah, interesting thing is, she you? finished. So <laughs> yeah. she finished fifth overall. She yeah. was, yeah, she two was points up. behind fourth. Oh, overall. yeah. And maybe so this like is like one place on any workout, and then you go back to that crazy. Um, alpaca workout where I think she was. I want to say she was in second or third, like all the way through. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Where so she, she finished third. Finished third. Um, well, she was going to finish. She was going to win. She was going to win, and then she ended up a minute and a half back because yeah. of that shoot thing. And, you know, that's cost her an overall place fifth to fourth. So, I don't and know. Like, let's, see, let's see how much money that costs. Because, like, and maybe it's a track and field it's, thing, right? Like, if your shoe, if you have time to put your shoe that, back on, uh, it is a, a better a option mile than without taking a shoe, it off. Right? It's just, like, what you do. And maybe in that moment, it's like, yeah. it will be faster to kick my shoe off and to put that shoe on. Maybe that's what she was thinking, but... It, yeah it just it was amazing i was like oh and she took her socks off <laughs> i was like this is a, I, thought, I loved it yeah it was, crazy. On that one. it was yeah i saw that would have broke i think he would have yeah. broke his own world record but um so yeah then the parallel parallel bar pull again same thing with lower horror bath and this is where it's like i think this is where where did uh where is Emma? Emma's like still hanging in there. It's not like mm -hmm. Emma's dropping the ball here. Mm -hmm. In the parallel pull, and that was out of twenty. Remember, that was twenty people. So yeah, I guess that was that's true. Comparatively, not a great finish. But was again, honestly, like I'm impressed yeah, with Laura for doing better. as well as she did on that one. You know, yeah, that she's good at pulling the sled. But once you combine the other stuff in there, it's like I'm impressed with her shoulder endurance for something that she's not famously known for. Totally. Sorry. And we didn't get any deficit handstand pushups. I guess the the uh, inverted medley was kind of the shoulder endurance gymnastic yeah. option. But we didn't get anything yeah. like, like that this year. But I mean, yeah. you look at who finished second in that workout and it was Danielle Brandon. Right. And again, it's like, you know, again, I think yeah, I mean, she underperforms overall I mean, the week um, there, compared to what I There's an element of precision her, in that workout also with like you're seeing the people Those who did well in that kind reps of on the parallel bar you know, because you, you have to maintain to come through in the parallel you're on bar it one transition and Laura like you're not dropping off and turning around and going back on it's uh, you're still up good and then you get the turns so like, there's an element of like it was you good. can't just go when you want to go like you have to make sure you're ready kind of like with the rope climb not not as expensive but it's still like an expensive rep or like there's a lot of precision and at that point the race was still close between her and Emma right or it just goes to show, like she was like, brought out that dog. I wish you could like when you like sort, mm -hmm. you could go like look at the leaderboard from like certain times. 
Yeah, because it would have been dope. Yeah. Have, like, look at the leaderboard when we were in 20th and then be like, oh, that workout, we're in ninth. looking at numbers here. So she gained 45. Yeah. Huge miss. Huge miss on their end by not having it, like, being able to break 17. out the position that they were within the yeah. weekend. Yeah. Look. Yeah, so like, watch this. So Laura came into the day, mm -hmm. uh, 25, 50, 95, and then when she ended up, 57. So she was about 39 points behind. Mm. Emma Lawson was 35 points ahead of Laura Horvath coming into the final day. Okay. After the first workout, Emma Lawson was still ahead. And it wasn't until that parallel bar that Laura Horvath took the lead. Into the last workout. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, Here's something that's interesting, too. Uh, last year in Elizabeth Elevated, Laura took 21st. Yeah. She was cat plus mm. six on the parallel bar workout. Huh. So but that's the difference being, yeah. you know, you look at the Elizabeth Elevated, oh, that was that had the that dips as well as the traverses. Yeah, that's this true. Was, yeah. Although this had heavy jump rope, um, yeah. I think it was... That was my Kurt The sled was more... Relevant and the parallel bars are less relevant. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah, I mean it's still it's still an interesting comparison. You guys did well in the the dip workout, right? I think we took like sixth or something like that. Six sounds right. Yeah, that was when I, and you were there were you were still in the second heat, murdering teams, and I was like, oh, here they come. This is it. Yeah. Well, was no, like, no, that was what that was. It was you like there's a Coop. lot of emotion built Coop, up because like, we were in 20th place. I love that. And then like, boy. <laughs> crush his last two workouts. I love how, his work on the like, a lot of times when I'm and, like, like, we're making our way back up. I think like, I had two events where even I was if the you one watch back the finish line, line and I don't like, think at all like, oh yeah, we had a celebration on the day one. finish line. But I love that Jacob's like, I'm going to throw this out there for the camera every time. I got a little something for him. Wait till they see this. Yeah. Yeah. They do like that. It's like I'm I'm interested to know if you like that or not. So I'm gonna ask. No, I mean, they did. I like Brian Friend did say he was going to replace me in his top 100. That workout, the commentators were kind of running out of things to say about um about Omnia. They knew a lot. They knew Coop was well. They know a lot about MK and Kelly. Sure. No, they knew they Jacob and Coop story a little bit. You won't have heard of. team setting, but you won't have heard of. That's what they say. Yeah, that is the narrative. And yeah. Well, like you said, maybe honorable mention. <laughs> he said maybe I have to make a top two hundred. <laughs> yeah. Top two hundred. I'm starting to get close to getting in there. <laughs> top two thousand, maybe. All right, impressive. Uh, on the men's end, Fikowski did work. He actually missed a rep early in that par parallel. I don't understand. I'm having a hard time with saying this parallel bar pole. We need a better name for that, but he, he took care of business. Vellner also is, is charging at this point. Yona is just like having a great last day. Second in muscle logs and third and 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 he just had a great games, man. Sixth overall, really great. Yeah. 
Yeah, Fikowski in that workout, uh, he had a video on Instagram where he talked about how he flipped the handles of his heavy rope backwards, um, which is super interesting because, you know, that gives you more of a, a work in like your medial forearms. And then the rope pull is more because in a pronated position, pulling with mm. your lateral forearm. So it kind of works different muscles. Um, so that's just kind of a little yeah. classic Fikowski, the professor type move. Is it easier mm -hmm. to have it that like the inverted base you kind of like hold your hands there the and just like let rope the rope because it's heavier because like, I, was, I was i was playing around with that a little bit on just like a speed rope and i was like i don't i don't understand how this works yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't think watch his interview after because you have to the weight, rope, the weight of the rope does the work like the spinning around of. for you um whereas and you have to kind of generate that spinning motion more so with the lighter rope hmm Yeah. Professor, dude. Um, and then yeah. this is where. <laughs> he just put himself in enough position. This was the moment of the games. We'll see this over and over the one footed double unders yeah. for, for Roman coming out there. Cause it's the first time we saw, like we saw him hobbled and he was like, definitely hobbled yeah were you guys in where were you guys at this point are you what like are you able to see yeah, this are you, like, chilling single leg yeah, we're done by that wait no we were not done yet we had one more event to go but we were so watching. not really focused you were watching we were it, watching in the, in the warm-up area yeah on the tvs because they announced they announced your workout to you guys in the coliseum then they announced the parallel bar individual workout to the individuals yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's that's so really hard. I don't know if you guys have ever tried it. It is so yeah, hard. Is it? I haven't tried it. No. It's the hard to It's honestly not terrible. Yeah, but that's, it's, that's it's, what I was talking about. Because like, like, me and Cooper actually watched that in the Coliseum. That, yes. And it was like yeah, for sure. a 10-minute time cap. And like he went out there cap. and looked like he tried to put in. Something around there. But what are they gonna, Roman was like, still on the bike. He went out there and I'm not going to do a single double under. Are they going to be like, like, all right, you're disqualified? I don't know. He was like biking. Like, they would have arms done, he, and one leg. I was like, he definitely mailed they it did on it. the echo thruster. Like, what? He didn't even get off the bike. But then he like got off the bike. It was like so weird. That's what I was saying. I was Had to be holding at least three calories a minute. They took it back right? though. So he was still biking. They blew the horn, and then they made him carry on because they realized it hadn't hit. He was the like biking. He was like kind of like. Yeah. yeah, it, it like ended, and I was confused on if he ever. That's even the thing hit where it's like cows. I feel like they made an if exception he, like, there. He's gonna move he on. Or, like what right? it was. That's right. I mean, you would think like. But it's like, and if you go back to. The beginning of competition yeah. with the cross the league no. where they could have had their alternate Echo come final? into play Echo like 21 they're like no yeah, rules yeah. are rules I mean, like... in 10 minutes yeah <laughs> yeah you're getting that done you're getting to the thrusters yeah hmm Yeah. That that's a, I think that that is a rule that they really need to 
have squared away or just get rid of. I don't really understand. Like I, I do understand that like you don't want people to sandbag events to give them a ve- to give them that's twelve an minutes. advantage later in the competition. Like it's a very it would be a very strange, probably not that effective strategy to like take an L. Like how well are you actually going to do later well, we, on? We go back to the uh, Emma Carey on the bike. But they pulled athletes at like, semifinals the muscle workout because she crashed. People, she was not putting in the effort, and she did two laps less, yeah, which yeah, yeah, the speed like they were going. Pack. Was about was like yeah, twelve thirteen minutes of biking time. Yeah. Plus, essentially, she didn't work hard the whole yeah. time. Like, I'm not to say that she was wrong to do that, but where is the line on that? Like, they didn't want to rip their pack. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I think they maybe would have forced him to withdraw, but they didn't want another uproar like they had at semis so i think it that's why they been, kind of let him stay it would have been so awful it would have been the yeah. worst decision possible to to enforce that rule that's why i just i think you just got to get rid of it like like i understand like for, from a sport perspective yeah. again like if you want to let the other team score you're allowed to do that there's nothing in the rules that says you can't like i bet Pat just was good. it's not to your but advantage it just, it it the the advantage comes from not doing as much work or not working at the same intensity. Um, no, I, I know. I and know. but in Roman's case, it's different. You know, it's not like he was holding back to do better on another workout. But you know, can, can you do thrusters with a broken foot? Honestly, I, I don't could. know. That that, that fracture is bad. That I've had that fracture. You cannot once it's set in. You can't so put any weight yeah, on it. Yeah, say, say he was so much pain. I think. So he had was in the, the work had it been workout. a situation where he was so far ahead that he had to f- just go out on the yeah. floor to do a workout and keep working, and it started with thrusters. I guarantee he does thrusters. What was the weight again? It, it, it progressed, right? One fifteen. One fifteen was the opener. Yeah. Can Roman do a pistol into a thruster? One fifteen. Probably. <laughs> Probably good. Yeah, Pastor Mahomes style. I, I yep. think he is able to do the, all the movements required. If it's if he's still in the lead and he hits still, if he just has to take the floor and keep working, yeah, I mean, he still did well. I guarantee that he that he uh, does it and wins. You just got to shoot shoot him up like varsity blues style. Yeah. Just get him out there. Right? Yeah, we saw it. You guys were lucky. You got hurt right before halftime. Just sent them back. Gave him all the goods. But this is where I mean I th- like there was no chance Adler of really not winning at this point, right? No. Yeah. He also didn't look like he was maxing himself out on that workout. No, he looked like he was barely trying. Yeah, um, host and then, you know, but top he like conserved enough energy that he got to the lunge and just crushed the lunge like he was flying. Yeah. Yeah. So. Coop's boy Madero's making a rally right at the end there. He's like, I'm not done. Talk about. <laughs> I'm not done. Don't say I am. And then anything else really of note here on the men's side? Fikowski just being yeah. the nicest man in the world. That's your boy. Not rookie of the year, though. Somehow that's how yeah. that works. That's kind of a conspiracy. Who was rookie yeah. of the year? They only Chris did one Lever. gender. Yeah, they've only, they only give done it to? one. Oh, they give it to right? Olivia yeah. Kerstetter. No, Olsen. Because she's but... from Missouri. 
But Kansas. Hosty finished the highest out of all the rookies, so I don't really won an event. Like, yeah, clearly, yeah. clearly the most impactful. Hmm. Yeah. Who got the spirit of the games? Oh, Roman yeah, did, right? Roman. Yeah, he moved. You can get third place did, and spirit of the games. Did he get spirit of the games in Aaliyah, like last year? Yeah. No. Got spirit uh, of the Noah. Games. Noah for clapping for uh, Rebecca Fusilet. Noah Olson, like. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how Spirit about uh, Dallin Pepper so with a fifth, eighth, seventh, day. fifth, first to propel himself up to the fifth place overall? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he crushed that. He's so strong for he's like twenty one yeah. years old. He's he's gonna be really really good. Yeah, you gotta buy stock in Dallin now. It might be too expensive already, but like he should be. He's you gotta consider him for a podium next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. Some are saying. And then, oh, I guess Olivia Cristera did win an event. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry to the entire state, both states. Um, and the Gavin whole even... of the country. <laughs> Big country. Not, yeah, I mean, you say her name. Uh, the whole, we didn't talk about Gabrielle Magala at all. And she, nope. again, was kind of like under the radar, just finishing know. outside of the well, top. The broadcast where like go back and forth between like Magala or like Magala. I don't know. Really solid. The best finish was third on the final workout. Yeah. What would you know? You're I didn't even know she was that European. high up because I just we just I just didn't really see her. Where's she that from? Poland. Gabby Magal Magala Magawa. What is it? What do you, how do you say it? I mean, I would just like to give us. You know, basically, you guys had all Sam Bowie there picks, there, John? and what do you I say? had MJ picks. I would so. say Magala. Magala. Yeah, I believe it's Poland. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything else to talk about? We talked about it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, we can pull this up. Let me pull this up real fast. See if we can just look at this, just just for the record, so we can take a look at our final standings here. The first day I miss I miscounted I, I miss I did, I did my math wrong. John was like, "Hey, dude, this is not this is not yeah. correct." I will say I also made a change because when you did the final standings, you had Danielle Brown in eleventh, um, and I I changed that to ninth because that's where she finished. Appreciate it. I thought you were going to say you always added trying this. to always trying to ruin my point. It still still didn't even matter. But yeah, yeah, it looks like I mean yeah you got your guy Fee Big. Picked your boy Noah Olson. Paige Semenza huge. Coop's Coop's best pick was his wild card pick. Basically yeah, that's the best, the best, top mm-hmm. best value pick. That's the best value pick of the whole draft. Easily, you could have just you could have tossed all your dudes out after yes, that. I know. And my my yeah. old guys came through. Belner, Kowski, yep. Katrin's been around. I got Colton. Yep. You guys were laughing. You're like, dude, he's like. There's going to be wall balls out there. I don't think we there. laughed at Colton as a pick, especially for where you picked him. Laughter. Colton's like, I've heard it before. Watch. Not worried. I'm going to be the darling of the games. What's that say under Paige Semenza? She's out there, yeah. Was... No, what's it say underneath Give you that, John. You were right and we were wrong. I don't know. Who dropped? Who oh, dropped? Jacob, who did you Rich. Who did this? Rich, what? Come on, Rich. That doesn't seem right. That's... 
Rich, that's not nice. <laughs> Who would say such things? That's, that's not even true. I, here's the thing. Regardless of final standings, I think we all know the most important thing was that the first pick won the games. Um, the most, yeah, the most... Most polarizing pick came through, and then John just yeah. freaking decided to put his feet up and not draft a single yeah. good draft pick after that. And that's fine. Yeah, that was... I'm happy for I, I will say, all the way through the week, I was pretty content with my women because they were... I had like five women in the top like 10, top 12 for most of it. And even at the end, I think, what, top five, five of the top 13 women I picked, but my men just did not stack up. They did not. Next year, maybe we'll do like keepers. That. Keep one of each gender. Oh, I wish I could see keepers' right, face. But... Well, that was fun. This was fun. It was fun watching you guys out there, making that rally, watching you, watch, getting to see you on screen a lot in the second All day, right. and watching you guys battle with the best of them on the last day. And it was fun getting to follow the fantasy stuff. So thank you for, for doing this with me, guys. This was great. I enjoyed it. It's been a pleasure talking with you, Rich. His yeah. voice is enough. I think, I think when I turn my camera on, that's when my Wi-Fi gets sketchy. Yeah, the, the camera's mm -hmm. the move. All right, we're in yeah. stop. We'll see you. Sure, sure.